What's up, what's up, everybody who in here? We've been in the back chat all year, so I just said, let me hit the button while everybody is still in go mode. Trying to make my dinner. Come on in here, wipe your feet off, hit that like button. And let's get into some shit. I'm cooking my dinner, I apologize. Get my man Corey up in here. Boom. Gonna do that like that. Yes, yes. What up, Corey, what up? Chill up, man. I got an echo. I got an echo. You echoing? You hear me echoing? When I talk, I hear. Nah, nah, it's over with now. It's good. It's good, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for Uncle and them to click the link since we was arguing in the back. Um, no, nah, Uncle ain't gonna click the link, man. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna click the link, man. I don't believe you're going to click it either. Nah. I don't believe it. Hell yeah. So, we, uh, man, I don't even know where to start at. Um, I want to know, did old boy and them speak English? Did, 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 uh, did Harada, yeah, did he speak English or what? No, I think he was a Greek speaker. All right, let, well, hold on. We just started talking. Let's tell everybody. What... <laughs> we, we always do that. Let's, let's let the people get in here for a minute. I don't even know how many people in here. I don't even like doing the show if we ain't got like 75, 80 people in here. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. 
How can I get a notification for the pseudo killers? It's crazy. YouTube chilling, tripping. You ain't get that notification? Nope. What up, Brendan? We got Brendan. We got Google Scholar. We got Thunder. We got the troublemakers, man. We got Mika. It's nothing but troublemakers in there, man. Uh, That's like it. Yeah, uh, uh, what is it, Vinny's? Yeah, it's all troublemakers in there, man. What up, y'all? They're my favorite troublemakers, though. I appreciate, I appreciate all of y'all that's coming out. These are them the day ones. Everybody in there is day one so far. So shout out to y'all, man. Peace to the chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace to chat, man. That was six months ago, bitch. Crazy. Yeah, so boom. All right. So uh since we've been gone, everybody's been going back and forth. Um, you know, blackology, you know, uh we, I, I think we call um, blackology, we renamed Afrocentrism as blackology. I think, you know. Basically, yeah. You agree with that, Corey? Yeah, yeah. Afrocentrism is, is basically blackology, definitely. And, and then, you know, uh, it's like when it get down, when it get even towards Egypt, I think we even renamed that. We even refined that name down. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we refining the names and shit. You know what I mean? Hey, but Vance is crazy, right? The man said, "Did you listen? Did you listen to that thing?" Vance, he be tripping me out, man. <laughs> <laughs> He said, he said, dude had a, a concrete Corey rat. He did a concrete Corey rat. <laughs> the dude oh, that shit. shot up. <laughs> yeah, the one that shot up the subway, dude. I was cracking up. Dude. That dude is stupid, man. I don't know, like, what he be on. <laughs> Yo, he be smoking. <laughs> he ain't right, dude. <laughs> smoking and eating them edibles, you know, he yeah, yeah, you be eating too many of them edibles at once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the edibles about milligrams. You gotta watch it. You gotta. <laughs> mm. It make you crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's crazy though. That I thought that. Was funny. But yeah, yeah, we we definitely uh we we definitely uh named the Afrocentrism. To blackology is the same. It basically means the same thing. I think blackology better, better um, suits uh, the the study. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's the study of blackness. I like I like everything black. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I like the, the, the Greeks was black. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the the the, uh, the goddamn uh, what, what is they? What is these? The Cochians. 
The Cochins was niggas and shit. Every motherfucker. All the way up in Russia. Oh, man. <laughs> the goddamn Cochins, man. They killed me, man. They killed me. The people all the way up in Russia being black. Like, <laughs> we, go, we, we go too far. You know what I mean? Yeah. We go too far. Niggas went past Egypt and ran all the way to Russia talking about niggas was black. So I mean Yeah, we can't we can't uh we can't let that be taught to the kids, man. Come on now. No. We gotta no, be so, responsible. Right. So what <laughs> what happened was we got into an argument, y'all, over Chief X made another video where he claimed <laughs> that Smash Rockwell said that the cold cheese uh were black. Um, Chief X had made a claim months ago that, uh, what did he say? He said there was no black population or people who set up camp in North Africa and their culture was born there. Right? Um, and he said he'd give $100 to anybody who can prove one black um, uh, people and culture of North Africa. And what happened was he said Smash came on and said, I take the bet. And he said Smash said, when Smash named the black people of North Africa, he named the Cochise, right? Or the Cochins. Now the Cochins are, European people, right? So I I don't know. Chief X said that I'm I'm trying not to mess up what he said. He's saying basically name a black people that set up a set up their cult, set up uh camp. That's what he said. Set up camp in North Africa and their culture was born there and they built the civilization in North Africa. And when he made the claim, he said, Smash said, I'll take the bet. And he said, and the group that he named was the Cochins of Georgia and um, Russia. So that's the claim. And I think he used a, a quote from Herodotus, the Greek historian Herodotus to back up the claim. Now, that wasn't the North African people. Whether they was black or not, um, the Cochins wasn't North African. You know what I mean? So right there, I, I, I think the, uh, the statement was, you know, a little bit off because he used some people from Georgia and Russia and Chief X had asked for a group of North African blacks. So, uh, I don't know what you think, Corey. Oh, you on me. All right, well, dang. Well, let me finish. Damn, my bad, my bad. I'm talking and I'm on mute, my bad. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, we gotta be careful about the statements that we make. I was saying, I said, I was what I was saying was that was a wild statement, and 
And we got to be careful about the statements that we make. So, but but it's it's kind of unfair that uh, you know, like others don't have to be as careful. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the statement that they make. You know what I'm saying? My bad. Putting up shit for dinner, man. We cooked and I cooked and made and then made some food. But uh, yeah, so it seems like everybody able to make some some irresponsible statements, and it's all good. And, and you know, if we make a statement like that, it'd be the whole community would come down on us. You know what I'm saying? We World War Three on us. Yeah. yeah. We, we need every source in the world. <laughs> we, 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 we better have read 25 books they, on the subject. They be telling us to source up. We got to source up. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, is that claim, um, what else was we talking about? Oh, man. Oh, and Zynga and slavery. We we went back. We we revisited that earlier. Um, yeah. uh, you know, Uncle's still on. Oh yeah, yeah, know. yeah. We did we did revisit that the whole the whole Zynga thing. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> we basically, I think we basically then went down the road. We, we circling around again, you know what I'm saying? Back down the road, came down, you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy, right? We yeah. didn't already, we didn't already knock these claims out the box already, and yeah, we still, you know what I'm saying? There's still issues that we still tackling on. I don't know. They just don't want to give up. Yeah, because we. Once we read that she, uh, you know, uh, established her own slave trade, then it, it, it should be over. Right, 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 right. Once you read that, like, it should be over. I don't understand his, his argument to keep going. Like... <laughs> the sources, though, I mean... I remember the one source, man, it just really put it all in the context and it, it was nuts. It was crazy, man. And uh, it, it showed how, you know, she was one of the, she, she was doing the, the, the slave trade, you know what I'm saying? She was like the, the one in the region, even after it became illegal, you know, for, the, for most of the civilized world, you know, it was already illegal. And, uh, she was still doing it. She was one of the, the biggest movers of the, of the, you know what I mean, of the slave trade. No, I don't think that was her, yo. That wasn't her? Was that Alfonso or something? No, no, I think it was the region. I think she was already dead. You know, oh, I, I, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, was, it was talking about uh, the Congo, the region, you feel me? So they, they continue. They yeah. continue what was exactly. what she had going on, basically. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, but yeah, but her and it talked about how she um 
established the slave trade, you know what I mean, and became a major broker in the trade between the Portuguese and the Dutch. Like, yeah, once they say that, yo, the case is is closed. You know what I mean? Like, Like, now, whatever good she decided to do, you always got to put an asterisk next to it because of the fucked up shit she did with slavery. If, if, if we so vehemently against white people for slavery, then black people who did it, we got to treat them the same or probably even worse. You feel me? Like Right, right, right. It's, um, it's bad either way. It don't matter yeah. what color you is. It don't matter what color you is. Yeah, see, and here were the trolls. The trolls are saying we so lost. Like, I, I just want to know what the hell are they reading that says otherwise? But I, said, man, I gotta ask, I gotta, I need to be on here because I gotta ask him some questions, man, about his statements that he just made. <laughs> he just made some arrogant statements in the in the text message, man. And I need him to answer some questions. But I don't think he want to come on here. He was bluffing. He don't want to come on here and answer the questions. Yeah, he was threatening us. <laughs> I dare y'all say that online. You know all that. Like, you know we're going to say it. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. Uh, not to change. We got to get him. I got to ask Brendan a question, too, man. Brendan. Brendan. Yeah, because I heard you and uh, when I got off the other day, you and Sister Mo was talking. And you know one of my biggest anxieties, right? I I, I don't get anxious about much, right? But my my biggest anxiety is when uh I my pension, right? When I when I go when I get ready to retire, right? I, if I pull my pension, is are they gonna take? Obviously, they're gonna take taxes out of that, right? But then the people that's holding that that I do my pension through, they're gonna take an additional like 20% or something like that, right? I, th- I believe I believe it's like 20%, right? And long story short, right? They tell me, right, like the older guys tell me, well what you should do is you should roll your roll it over. You know, you don't take the penalty if you roll that over into something, right? Mm-hmm. And then you 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 take out a monthly payment, like a uh a, a IRA or something like that, or a Roth IRA or whatever. But I don't know nothing about that kind of shit, Chef. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that shit. <laughs> and I don't never hear nothing good. I, I hear good about it, but like long term, I don't hear nothing good about it long term. Like when people be putting their money in the shit, it's always, oh man, when this happened, because I remember back in the 08 housing crisis, um, 
a lot of the guys that had retired and got their money, right, rolled it over or did whatever they did with it. That 08 housing crisis, they lost a lot of money. Like some some of them lost like 50,000, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. 75,000 and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I, I can't be taking a, a $75,000 hit. Now, I know the market is up and down, and I know it ain't no guarantees in that, right? But Jesus Christ, you know, it just it just gets you worried. You, you know what I'm saying? About like, you know, because I don't, and the thing is too, I just, I just want to get my money away from, from, but the thing is too, also, <laughs> my pension does good, so I can keep it there, but like I said, a lot of the older dudes that kept it there, they took a big hit back in 08. So I just be trying to figure out like what's one of the more less uh uh gambly ways. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what's the I know it's I know it's always a gamble every time, but I just need to know like what's uh, the most secure like not gambling you know what i mean if i can if i'm making sense i don't even know what the words is i'm looking for oh uh, brendan says a roth ira can help you with taxes but you can only contribute about five thousand a year it says he says you have to do it now until you retire right no no so my pension right my pension does good right I ain't gonna lie to you. Like they, the the amount of percentage that I got last year that I've been getting been crazy, right? But I just, you know, the they they, the thing is when you get money when like if I make it a um, damn I forgot the damn name of this thing. They gave us an option where I can get a a set amount of money per month like when I retire you know what I'm saying and and um but like I don't like doing that because uh you know every day ain't promise you know what I'm saying chef like tomorrow ain't promise you you know what I mean I'll be wanting to have my shit you know and, and and I know you gotta leave some 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 money behind for for you for your kids and all that, but I got a life insurance thing for that. You know what I'm saying? Like my retirement, I want to be do. I got like plans to do things. You know what I'm saying? When I retire, and so like taking big chunks of money, um, it it, it you always have a penalty on that on that kind of shit. So I just be trying to. Uh, it's I'm thinking and. Uh, Brandon, I'm thinking he's saying like I can take. He's saying you can only contribute five thousand a year. So I, what do you mean, Brandon? I can't just roll all my money out like when I when I retire because when I get fifty five, I'm 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 retiring at fifty five, Brandon. So I just wanted to know like what what you mean by that? Because I'm trying to roll my money over into something else so that I can pull out what I need without such a big penalty. You know what I mean? 
That's without that's the question I had. But you know, anyway, back to the back to the black allergies, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh I cuz the crazy part is with 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 the whole Herodotus thing, right? It's like man, like they saying like, "Oh, he said they was black or whatever they said." But like, I'm sure this dude did not speak English, right? Am I correct? I, I got to be correct with that, right? He didn't speak English. <laughs> Right, so I mean, does the word does like if you go to to the like he's speaking Greek? I'm guessing. I'm going. I'm just going out on the limb here, chef. I'm not a, a Herodotus specialist or no shit like that, or Plato and all this old crazy shit, right? Right. But I'm going out on the limb, and I'm gonna guess this dude spoke Greek, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the words? in Greek, because usually, right, and even Chief X even mentioned something like this about the Ethiopian. They they said the Greeks would refer to black people as Ethiopian, right? Right. So now, now is that what he said? Was they Ethiopian? Is is that the word that he in, in his statement that he that he Oh, where's the bag that that you made already? Is that one in the kitchen? Oh, don't hey, tuck, mute out. Tuck, you got to mute out, bro. Yeah. So, um, peace, fellas. What's what's up, Brendan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard my you you heard my question, Brendan. I I I did, but just just briefly in terms of what I was talking about, the Roth. The Roth is is a bit different because you what's what's great about a, a Roth is you can take. Uh, I guess you would say after tax dollars or dollars that you were investing in right inside of, um, I guess, a a fund. What you can do, you can defer capital gains until you get ready to retire, like any money Mm -hmm. that you would have. So, like, for instance, if you've got a a brokerage account and that where you doing like stock or something like that, you can actually take money out of your brokerage account. But you can only do this like five K a year. Right. You can do a backdoor mm. contribution into your Roth. And then when you get ready to retire, you can take that money out without capital gains. Like, like for instance, right oh, now. Yeah. But like, for instance, right now, if you if you got money in a brokerage account, you make capital gains in stock, you take it out. You're going to get hit with a capital gains tax. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Roth, the Roth will let you defer that. But they only but the, here's the, the, the kicker. Right. You can only do 5K a year, especially with people like us, like you, especially mm-hmm. that's got a pension or if you've got a 401k and it depends on how much money you make a year, they're not going to let us like sink a bunch of money into a backdoor Roth and then defer capital gains. That's the thing. You right, know? right, so, right. So, so you have to, you have to do it over time so you can kind of build that up and try to get all of your money out of your brokerage accounts if you're trying to do like something extra, like for instance, like yeah, and that's the that's the messed up part because I can't even touch mine until yeah, I'm your pensions are different. Yeah, pensions yeah. are different, and it and it depends on how they got it invested as well, right? Do they invest your pension in common stock or is it just a fund that's managed by your company? No, it's common stock. So we okay. we you know they, they you know it's a big membership, right? I'm, I'm with the OPC MIA, right? That's the international membership, right? Right. So it's a few 
And you know, I ain't gonna lie, we've been gaining. We I, since I've been in, like I've I've never seen nothing under nine percent. I ain't gonna lie to you, Brendan. Right, like, you keeping pace with that, the market. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. For and sure. last year we did really good. We did really man, good. Keep, man, keep keep it where it's at, man. See, you got to be your advisor, man. You you know, talk to your advisor, and you know. If you, if yeah, you're but see, that's what, what I'm what yeah. I'm worried about. This that's not the part where I'm worried about. What mm. I'm worried about, right, is when I want my money, right? When it's time for me, because see, I'm I'm not doing this. At least, at least I'm not gonna be out with my hands on no tools no more, right? At, at 55. I'm done with this, right? Right. And so I need my money, Brendan. But they gonna hit me for 20%. And that's even, you know, the time. Yeah, you retiring early. Yes. And, and you retiring yeah. early. So, yeah, they're going to hit you. They're going to hit you. They're going to hit you. Huh? You retiring early. And it uh, don't work. Yeah, that's the 20%. But, but, and then, yeah. the, then, the, then, and that ain't even Uncle Sam yet. You know what right. I'm saying? I think Uncle Sam going to hit me for another 10, ain't he? Or some your, shit your like pension, that. Your, your pension program hits you for 20 for retiring early? The, yeah. It, well, you, oh, you know, oh. they, Listen, is it how they got it? It's like you got to meet two criteria in order to to get your money, right? Mm. And and if you're not at sixty, whatever, what is it, sixty three or whatever, they're gonna hit you for early retirement, which right. is a twenty percent thing. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I but they allow that, yeah. you. They they say is they say you know like you can get your money. At fifty five, you you know what I'm saying. If you got you got to be in good standing, it's always two criteria. So one of the criteria is yeah. you got to be in good standing for fifteen years, mm -hmm. and you got to be fifty five. So that those are a, the two criteria that I'm aiming for. Can 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 you build you a cash buffer for ten years? If you can build you a cash buffer for ten, then you don't have to necessarily touch it. Now, now what's that? Now you gotta put because I'm not. I'm, yeah, oh, that's oh. legal. That's some language. Put you, you put talking you, language to me? Yeah, yeah. Put you, <laughs> put you some, put you some like, or like for instance, I was just talking about mm -hmm. the Roth. What you can do, you can put your money in the Roth and then build you up a, a like a significant, like a uh, just like I was talking, I was talking with Thunder. Build you up like a significant sort of like a savings, right? You can do it like mm -hmm. a high, a high yield, or you can do it. Um, you know, where, where you, you can put your money into some uh, like treasury bills, right? That's mm -hmm. got like a 30 day rollover and you can get like two, 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 three percent, you know, two or three percent or so every every it's like annual. Right. That's beating inflation. But you what you're doing, you're building up some liquid funds to get you through that little gap. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You trying to mm -hmm. if you build up you some liquid funds that can get you through that and then you can just pinch off your your pension. Right. You right, know, right. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's see, right. and that's another option too that they um I can't remember the name of it. Where where they where they dish it out to you? Right, like it's an option. It's it's called a um. God, I don't know. I'm having yeah, a yeah, brain. yeah. You don't want to take it all out at once, right? Exactly. And get see a that, but hit. see, yeah, I, I I I'm I'm more comfortable. You know what I'm saying? When I'm done with these people, like I just, you know, I'm more comfortable with having my money and me managing my own money. You know what I mean? Because right, right. I don't want to go back. I don't want to do the the OAA crisis. I seen what happened to them in the OAA yeah, yeah. crisis, like seventy five thousand dollars. Like if it's in stock, if it's in stock and you get yeah. hit, if you get hit, you you know it can take it can take you ten years to recover, right? 
from a from yeah, a market yeah, a from a market this. dip. So yeah, you, when you mm-hmm. get closer, yeah, them, them, those guys weren't looking at their funds correctly because if you get close to retirement like that, you got to get all your money out of stock like that, you know? Because yeah, want, yeah, yeah. So out, man, get man, talk to your advisor, man. I like Schwab. You know, I know you said you use Morgan Stanley or J.P. Morgan, right? Which one you use? No, uh, uh, I, I got Morgan Stanley. Yeah, yeah man, get you. Yeah, they usually you can get a free advisor. Get you, a, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I um, uh, what what you like Fidelity? What what they talking about? You, you ever deal with them? No, nah, I never. I I got a four one k with Fidelity, but I don't use them for um, I don't use them for advice. Advisor? Uh, nah, nah. I like. I, hear, well, I got I got a some, local Schwab. It'd be also. some some real businessmen that that kind of work with them, and they seem yeah, like sure. well, I don't yeah, know, I don't sure. ask them about it, but it seems like they're doing pretty. Yeah, Pretty yeah, for wet, sure, you know for sure. For them, yeah, I'm sure they they're good. I just don't have a local office. I got a, I got like right. a, a local Schwab office. Yeah, I got a guy that I've been talking to for years. Right, I can call him up and say, "Hey, man, let's go out and have lunch or something." So yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Schwab. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, like I need to go talk to them a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, Charles Schwab. Peace, is it just me like when like when this when that conversation come up like when i get to talking to my my advisor or the, i'm talking to the bank i guess i start sweating and shit, I, you know I only start saying? sweating when my tax bill comes <laughs> That too, like I, <laughs> around this time of year, I get an attitude, and that, and those conversations, I start sweating and shit. You know what I mean? That shit crazy. Yeah, yeah my wife can't. My, my, my wife can't stand it. She's like, shut up, shut up about taxes, shut up. I don't want to hear. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, better sweat now than sweat when you old, yo. Man, yeah, that's what I'm trying to, to do. I'm trying to be comfortable when I'm old. No, you want to make sure you ain't got to rely on your. You want to make sure you ain't you ain't got to rely on your fucking kids. That's the rule. I don't right. care what nobody say. If you belong to your kids, look out for you old. You're fucked. Simple. Yeah, you 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 keeping the the uh the generational poverty going. Yeah, you at the mercy of the court though. You never want to be at the mercy of the court. Yeah. Well, yeah, never that, my nigga. Never that. So what you got to holler about those concrete courts? Cause I got. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know was Herodotus. He speak Greek, right? That's what we was just. That's what I was just discussing. He 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 a Greek speaking dude, right? Yeah. So I I just want to know, like, what did they call? They he said they was. Now, when he said they was black, did he say they was Ethiopians? Black skin, like the Ethiopians and everybody else. Simple, right there. Now, whether he was right or not. That's a different story. And whether the whole population of Colossians is black, that, 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 that's far stretched based off where they at. But I could see an Egyptian army, the, the socialist army going up there and just staying. And I could see him running across them and I could see them being part of the population. No more than you see niggas part of America, nothing else like that. 
I can see that. So but what they, it is, what? it ain't a hold on, it ain't a conscious community statement. So everybody needs to knock that shit off, you know, like stop it. Yeah, but the Egyptians wouldn't have been the Egyptians wouldn't have been like no no black niggas either though. They, they wouldn't have been no Not different color than the than Herodotus. They would have looked just no. like Herodotus. Why you think yeah. Herodotus can go in Egypt and kick it with them niggas and all Man, this? I'm shit? not I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you what Herodotus said. He he didn't call the Greeks black niggas. He said the Ethiopians. Yeah, they 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 and the motherfucking Egyptians was black. They he said they called the, the Egyptians. They called themselves the same words sometimes. I'm just making a point, bro. <laughs> I ain't got argument. Yeah, I didn't do that. Y'all confusing. Y'all jumping over each other. Look at that. I ain't confusing. Hold on. Hold on. You just said that Herodotus said. Herodotus, the Egyptians, was black. Hold on. No, hold on. We're talking about the Cochins. He said they was black skinned. Like, like the who? Oh, let me read this. All right. He I'm said, like. Read it. I'm just reading it. Yeah, I'm gonna get this out of the way real quick. Don't put it on me. Y'all go dig that nigga up and go get him. No, no, we already got to the bottom of it. No, you, in your mind, I know you did. Hold on. We already got to the bottom of it. No, yeah, of course. Y'all got twisted. Like it, was, it was other people that he called the same word that he called the Egyptians and the Cochins. It's yeah, that's cold, that's what cold. I want to distinguish. Let, like, let me, I, let me I just wanna, read it I though. Know. I just want to read it. I just want to read it. All right, go ahead. Yeah, and that's a half statement you read anyway. So go ahead. Yeah, anyway, but I need to know like the word what he used. I need to know the word that the, the Herodotus was using because th that way you can understand like really with the context. The context. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because if we're using black and dark, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is not, you know, that shit ain't, I don't know. But go ahead. Go ahead. You can read it. Um, all right. Uh, where we at? We at the, the histories. Uh, the historian Heredas and his histories. All right. So y'all can look it up. Histories. All right. And it says, for the people of Colish uh, are evidently Egyptian. And this I perceived for myself before I heard. Come on. All right. That's enough. Knock it off. You're done. No, my phone goes down. I got to read this and I'm done. Y'all did. No, you done. Y'all not no, going yeah, to read this and get off. I'm going to read this and get off, my nigga. Chill. Yeah, and then minutes. we're going to stop it when you get on. Yeah, yeah. It's a, for the people of Kalish are evidently Egyptian. And this I perceived for myself before I heard it from others. So when I had come to consider the matter, I asked them both. And the Kalishians had remembrance of the Egyptians more than the Egyptians of the Kalishians. But the Egyptians said they believed that the Kalishians were a portion of the army of Sesostris. That this was so, I conjectured myself not only because they are dark-skinned and have curly hair, but also still more because the Kalishian, Egyptians, and Ethiopians alone of all these races of men have practiced circumcision from the first. I read this 404 BCE. All right, I read this continued. 
But as to those matters which concern men, the priests agreed with one another and saying that the Egyptians were the first of all men on earth to find out the course of the year, having divided the seasons into 12 parts and make up the whole. And this they said they found out from the stars and the reckon to the extent more wisely than Helios. I read this 450 BCE, and we know where they understood that from. They got that from not the playa, because that's the oldest star clock, and based off of uh, uh, archaeological surveys and bone cranium and all that, yo, they say they are Negroes, and I don't want to get into that right now. But y'all can go ahead and discuss that through. I'm not saying I even agree with Heredity. I'm just simply saying that's not a conscious community statement. That's a Heredity statement. So leave niggas alone and use that. All right, peace. Peace, peace. But yeah, that 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 is a statement that is taken out of context by the Afrocentrics or the Blackologists. So I just want to make that clear. You know, they they've Herodotus made the statement, but we have Afrocentrics that misinterpret that statement and run off with it. And you know, now the Cochians is 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 black here, you know what I mean? Like, if that's not a cra- if that's not crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know what to say. I, I don't, I just don't know what to say. I'm not saying- And to repeat it, and to right. repeat it is, is, is even more like as, as a point to stick at people and like he read it and just say, I'm gonna just leave that here and jump off. <laughs> no contact, I got y'all. No context, no nothing. You feel me? Like right. It, it, no, it, but it, it, I, I understand what his context is. He's he's saying what he what Unc is saying is that he don't necessarily agree with uh uh this guy Herodotus or whatever. But what he's saying is this is uh um the white people saying this. This ain't the conscious community. This that this is not the Afrocentrics, but what. What I'm trying to point out to Unc is, yeah, it, it actually is because they actually run it off. That's not even really what Herodotus meant by that. They don't mean the same thing. You, you, you know what I'm saying? He didn't. He don't mean the same thing by that as we do today. And so, the Afrocentrics have run off with the shit. That, that's what he. That's what I'm saying. But you know, that's what Unc was saying about the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, um. Look, it's, it's, so, it's so many rabbit holes with these niggas, man. Wow. Like, <laughs> I, I just can't even chase down all of the stuff that they um that they be bringing up, man. Um uh, be, because the, the the simple fact is that to call North Africans and Syrians and all of them dark skin would not be a stretch of the imagination or it was something that uh greeks been saying about arabians and everybody else but to call people dark skin at that time or different people around the mediterranean dark skin right Mm -hmm. it's not the same thing as calling them black you dig what i'm saying yeah 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 in the context that we're that we use black in today. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. 
You dig what I'm saying? The issue is the context that we, that, that if you read that statement in modern context, you would think Negro. Right. You would think Negro. But if you read it in the context of what Herodotus and them meant in that time, right? Because you have to put it back in the context of the people who wrote it. What was their viewpoint? What did they mean by them words? And and what they meant was that was they saying that the that that the North Africans, right, that that could tan, right? Right. That's uh, what they meant. Tan. They, That's what they, they meant the by people of the Levant. You know what I mean? That they could tan, right? Mm -hmm. That they were dark people, the people of India, that they would that they could tan. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that they were dark and black in that context, that would mean, you know what I mean? It was a way for them to describe people. You feel me? Like right, right. They had different ways of it. If we use it nowadays, if we call somebody black, we mean Negro. Right, right. That's right. what they we mean. mean that. Yeah. You know, so give so, me a favor. Give me a favor. I was actually in the audience. I just like the source. She said exactly. Come what on, you said. yo, you don't. I read yo, my you, source. Hold on. I read right, but my you, source. You said you was getting on. off of the one. I was, but I'm listening. And I just want to know. I'm trying to. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm trying to find my. I'm trying to read what y'all saying to make sure y'all ain't making that shit no, up. No, no, no. I want to hear that. Give us something. Give us a paper on the context that you're talking about. Would be nice for me. No, I'm gone. That's all. Yo, we making it up, yo. If you ain't want to have a conversation, no, because I gotta go. So you, I I go. No, I'm you saying we got to people listening. You no, but I'm right now. I'm saying, but at least get the people a source. All right, but yo, you ain't gonna control how we had a conversation if you're, you're not right. gonna be right. right. Yeah, you're right. But I can and say, as a person it. in the audience, I want a source. I can at least say that. All right, cool. I cool. love the argument and the debate. You know, that's what we do. I want to say this, though. That's what I want to say. Oh, listen, listen, listen. I'm not talking about the topic. I'm saying I think it's very refreshing that niggas can disagree and not hate each other at the end of the day. That's what the conscious community got in there. They want us to know. Yeah, we, we don't hate to. each other. Matter of fact, all the niggas I grew up with, we don't agree about shit. We all go all day long, 365 days a year, but fuck with one of them is, is trouble. And I'm saying this show is based off of the great motherfucking debate. Niggas don't even want to sit around and see two niggas debate like that. They like to have a quick, fast flowing conversation. And I'm saying this is what we bring to everybody. And I just appreciate the format. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate this because I love beating y'all niggas up. And I'm gone. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, so what is he didn't got he didn't fucking got he threw, me all. He threw you all he threw you all man, like he do it on purpose yo that's that, that's his style that's the game that's his oh. style yo like he's a seasoned vet yeah, yeah yo man look he said some shit in the chat right and I'll back chat and man Corey just looking like what the hell <laughs> and I said, Corey, don't respond, yo. Right, right. <laughs> I said, Corey, don't respond. That's what he do, yo. He looking for a way out. But I'm gonna get that source that he um that he asked for right now. 
Like, because if he don't understand in the chat acting like they don't understand that things gotta be in the context of the time that people was like, if y'all don't understand that, if y'all if y'all can't see that from, even if you go to 1900, that the language and the way that you use certain words was completely different. Even hell, go back to the fifties, right? And you listen to Dr. Martin Luther King and them speeches from the fifties. We don't talk like that now. You know what I mean? Then you go back 50 years before him with W.E.B. Du Bois and them, and their language was different, right? You go back to uh, goddamn George Washington and them in the 1700s, their language was different. You dig what I'm saying? So then you go all the way back to the B.C.R. in a whole nother language, and you actually think that you're reading that in the correct context, then you done lost your fucking mind. Y'all all can go to hell. You feel me? Let me see, so let me see. But y'all go ahead, let me find this. Um, yeah, that's what that's one thing about it though, right? They thinking that, uh, can your clients hear me? Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh my bad. Hold on, my wife in class real quick. Hold up. Okay. And to point to Unk's point, it doesn't make for very interesting conversation when everybody agrees with each other either, right? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. It's like some of these shows remind me of uh just me and some of the fellas back home in Georgia behind the uh the house standing around the fire pit. Right. And every and every nobody agrees on anything, right? At all. <laughs> Late night, like you say, you you drinking some bourbon or something. Everybody's everybody's arguing and complaining. And that's, it makes for some of the best conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And you work stuff out that way. For sure. You you definitely come to some damn conclusions. You know what I mean? You you definitely got that, but that's how if everybody agreed then there's nothing to work out. You feel me? Like, the hell? So right, um, it's almost guaranteed you get you get five men in a conversation having like that, you know, talking like that. You're going to have five different perspectives anyway. So Got to. You know. <laughs> if, if y'all men, if y'all men, you got to. You feel me? <laughs> and that would be crazy if you... I ain't never met nobody that I agree with 100%. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me know. Um, all right. Like, I was just with my uh, homeboy earlier today. That's a couple hours before, man. We was arguing about a school name for half an hour. You know what I mean? You would have thought we was about to fuck. You would about. You would have thought we was about to come to blows over that shit. You know what I mean? Right. Over a goddamn school name hmm. that um changed. You know, over time we was arguing that it, you know, was always been that name or the school never moved and. But um. So, so in terms of the, the Nzinga piece, right? I'm trying uh-huh. to figure out in terms of what's the biggest, 
I, I guess the points of a contention, right? I, the, the only time I've ever heard of, I guess the first time I heard of Benzinga, I guess this goes back to the destruction of black civilization, which everybody's read, right? And she's basically, she was touted as, you know, this great warrior queen, right? Sort of someone you could, you could point to as for inspiration and all this stuff, right? What what we're saying in terms of after, I guess, additional research, right? Maybe she's not as much of a, um, I guess, of uh, uh, this role model or this, you know, this person that we should hold in high regard because of her participation in the, in the slave trade, the slave trade in her area at during mm-hmm. the time. So what's what's the biggest contention? Are they saying that she was she didn't participate in that, which is, I guess, a, ho- a historical fact, or is it just the perception of it? What I, 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 I'm I'm just kind of confused. What's the the, the crux of the the disagreement? All right. So uh, I don't know everybody else's disagreement, but Unk is Unk's disagreement is uh, he 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 jumps back and forth. Um, one of his arguments is history don't say that she was a a, a slaver or a slave trader. That's what okay. he said. That's not history. That's not how history remembers her. Right. Right. Um. But you can look at all of the monarchs and um, um, of Europe during the slave trade and history don't remember none of them as slave traders, right? Um, but they opened up some of the biggest companies of the slave trade, you know what I mean, in, in West Africa. So just because it don't say that, you know, they were vicious slavers, right? don't mean that they wasn't you see what i'm I saying guess, yeah i guess it, it it lends the question i guess the the intra-african slave trade is that is that something that's well documented where you can say okay well you know Af- i guess slave the slave trade within africa itself right is there is there anything you can point to a historical record anything where you can say well here's what happened who were the participants here here was the extent of it because it seems seems like okay it may be Maybe a, a lack of information there. I don't know. Maybe is that the reason why? Because you, when he says that, oh well, Nzinga wasn't historically, I guess you would say, referred to as a slaver. Is there is there a lack of information, um, in terms of the intra-African slave trade? I'm just kind of throwing things out there. I'm just curious. I don't know. Jeff stepped away on me. My bad, Brendan. Um, no, no, you're fine. Oh uh, yeah. So the yeah, the, the, the thing, the thing what it is is the 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 African slave trade that was in Africa, that was the internal that was the inter- internal slave trade. All right. My bad, y'all. Of- I got put out, I got put out of the bedroom. I had to relocate. You read the story. I'm I'm probably jumping in. Y'all on something different now, ain't y'all? Yeah, we on in Zanga. Hold on. I'm I'm waiting for that source though on the coast. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the inner African slave trade, that's another thing that we brought to the community, right? Or to our audience. A lot of us didn't know about that. Right? 
We thought Africans ain't have no slavery in Africa and the white man brought it to us and niggas ain't know how to slave people and none of that. That was the running thing, right? Right, I remember that. And we find out, no, Africans had their own slave trade. They were selling each other to each other. They was doing this, boom, 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 right? That was part of the argument. They said, no, nah, y'all niggas lying. Then we had the resources on that. Then they told us now, after we read sources on that, all right, now it's out of context. You dig what I'm saying? Now they got to tell us that the context was wrong. I mean, every step of the way, no matter what we say, what we prove, when we prove it, it's out of context, right? First they say it didn't exist, it don't exist, and we don't know what we're talking about. Then when we show that it does these things, these phenomena do exist, then we're reading it out of context. Like, so we can't win with these niggas, know which way, and, and then if we reading it in context, this another one they bring. That's a white person source, they racist and they lying. So we got three hurdles to jump over every time, you know what I mean, when, when we bring up something to these motherfuckers. You feel hurdles. Me? Those is impenetrable barriers. Those <laughs> are not hurdles. <laughs> Those is impenetrable barriers. Whatever. You no, know, the, the first one, we don't know what we're talking about. Y'all made that. <laughs> go get me a source. We go get a source. It's out of context. Then once we do that for three weeks and show that it's in context, then it's it's a white source. They lying and they racist. Yeah. I mean, this, so so the same way, all right, is Herodotus, right, said these things. Now we're going to put it in the context and what Herodotus meant it in. That's what he asked for. Now, when we show him this, then what's going to be the, you know what I mean? It's, he's going to, it's going to be another hurdle. You feel me? It's going to be another hurdle. It's going to be, I'm reading something racist. White people shit, you know, Herodotus know that they was black. He's saying them, um, you know what I mean? These white people trying to lie again. Guarantee you, you know what I mean? So Herodotus wasn't white? More than likely he was white. It, it was, well, you know what? I don't know. I'm not yeah, going to say he was, he was white. He, he, he was, was neither. I'm, what I'm going to say is he was neither white nor black. That's what I'm going to say Herodotus was. <laughs> <laughs> He's true. He's nah, he was good, bro. He was white. He was a he was a Greek. So the Greeks was white. You consider the Greeks know. white? Yeah, the Greeks was white. I'm gonna say yeah. The Greeks was white. God damn it! Well, it might have been like you got you got a couple uh uh black Greeks like uh Achilles. He was black. So I I'm gonna say it black, was kind of nah. They saying Achilles <laughs> was black. A lot of people say it. And this is coming from white folk too. Right. Like this saying that saying saying that he might have been black, yo. I thought that was a god or something. Is that, nah, is that a real person? Was, that's Hercules, ain't it? He was one of the heroes, so-called heroes of the conquest of Troy. Oh, okay. Hmm. So he was a real person because that war really happened. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay, cool. Um that's interesting. Okay, let me see. It says hey, 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 but as far as the Nzinga thing, right, what they was harping on is they were saying that, uh, because I'll I be wanting to be fair, they were saying that uh, 
we didn't prove that they had a slave economy, right? Yeah. But we definitely proved that they had a slave trade that was very, very lucrative. Now, I, what they mean by slave economy, I'm not totally sure what they mean by that. It, I can it, show them the article that pr pretty much proves like Nzinga sold 13,000 slaves per year at one point. Right, in time. right. But they're saying they, that was a slave trade, right? That's They're giving that. They're going to give us that, I believe. I'm, I'm thinking they, they're giving us that, right? What they're saying is they didn't we didn't prove that they had a slave economy, that the economy was based on the slavery, on the slave trade. That was the... We have to prove that the slave trade was the most lucrative item in their in their trade, and it, and it was. And I in think y'all already proved it. I think y'all because remember when we first started talking about Nzinga, I was like Nzinga, nah, she ain't no slave trade. I was I was one of them that say, was saying she wasn't. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But y'all actually right. proved it and showed that like like literally that was like her main source of income. Y'all was pretty much saying that she had to do it. She had to do it to compete with the other nations. Right, right. I, 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 I felt that we proved that it was a slave economy. I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, if you get money off slaves. Right. I mean, that because you sell some lapis lazuli on the side, you know what I'm saying, don't mean like, oh, now, you, you know, they was getting money uh, selling pots and slappers of Zuli too. So that means that it wasn't a slave economy. Like that shit don't fly with me. Like <laughs> I don't know if that's it seems like that's the kind of shit they was they was trying to pull on. You know what I mean? If you but, look if you look worldwide at that time, you gotta understand that everybody economy was like mainly off of slave trade. Everybody was making money off the slave trade at that point in time. Like literally every country that we know. Well, of, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna at least say this: you you wasn't getting serious money. You wasn't on the world stage unless you was dealing in slavery. I'm gonna put it like I, I'll go as far as to say that definitely. You know yeah, I mean? how how can you compete with? Like it wasn't no oil. <laughs> they wasn't dealing. They wasn't dealing oil back then. Right. <laughs> it was no steam engine. No anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to have strong people, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that. You know, that, that's who was balling, the people who had the slaves. Yeah. All right, so here you go. It says, the key word in the original Greek of the passage is melancholic. All right. Contrary oh, okay, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Melon, melon course. Uh, contrary to what Afrocentrists claim, it does not mean black in the sense of belonging to the black race. For mm. that, Greek authors would have used the word Ethiops, etymologically the same as Ethiopian, which meant burnt face. The term that indisputably indisputably referred to Nubians and other peoples in what is today Sub-Saharan Africa. Herodotus does not refer to Egyptians with this term. Furthermore, in the very passage, same passage quoted, Herodotus implies that the Cochines and Egyptians are of the same stock. 
Cochise is on the shores of the Black Sea, hardly an area inhabited by Black people. Melancholic means simply dark skin, a term that sometimes the Greeks even applied to themselves and other not so dark people such as the Syrians. Oh man. Um, yeah, that, so, that killed them right there. Yeah, because I heard, and and that's what it. That's why I was, what I was on because I heard Chief X say uh, that that you know the Greeks they would refer to black people as Ethiopians, right? Mm -hmm. So then that that made me wonder, like, okay, so what's the word if they was, you know what I'm saying? Like he had to be speaking Greek, right? So right. what did he what did he write? So, so, so he he wrote the word melancholic. Okay, not black. See, that clears it all up, right? Mm -hmm. there. That that clears it all up right there for me. I, you know, it's like I don't know. It seems like when the shit be making sense to me, it just don't make sense to nobody else. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta ask Brendan. Did that <laughs> that cleared it all up for me? <laughs> did it clear it up for you, Brendan? I don't know. <laughs> now, a lot of this stuff sounds pretty straightforward to me. I don't know. We we end up in these roadblocks. Exactly. <laughs> I don't so, know. I mean, you know, to, to call the coachings black people is a stretch, right? Because That's Herodotus is the only more one a stretch. More yeah, than that, that that gives this claim. And like I said. The Greeks and other people had to use different words to describe the people that they came in contact with. Now, if they run into people that that's darker than them, it doesn't mean that the people are black, right? <laughs> they, they have to have contact. Like again, we use the word black. And when we use the word black, we clearly mean Negro, right? Because there's, there's people that's me and Brendan, right, is around the same complexion. Now, there's people in Arabia, in India, and everywhere else that's darker than me and Brendan. But we would never call those people black. You see what I'm saying? We, we'll call those people what the fuck they are. And we'll call them dark skin, but we don't call those people black in our current context of understanding what the word black means. When we talk about black, we're clearly talking about Negroes of all different complexions. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean. Now, that I got a question, though. I got a question. Now, the North Africans, mm -hmm. can we separate the North Africans from the Arabs and from the Palestinians and from all those people that people it, say? It uh, would be uh, all. No. It would be all. No, I, I'd say no. I, I'd say Phenotypically, no. Phenotypically, it would be hard. Linguistically, culturally, yes. I don't even think it's linguistically or culturally. I no, I'm say saying. No, I'm saying back then. Back then, linguistically. Right, so let's let's do this. Let's go to science real quick, yo. Let's use a little bit of science, yo. All right. So how long does it take for a people to, based on the region that they are in, to lose their skin color? Because we know everybody was black, right? So when did the no, people no, in North no, Africa? No. That, they they working I, I on some different sides. Now I don't know. I don't know the if that the original man was in. 
I don't know if I agree with that though. If 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 everybody started out dark skinned, I don't I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. That's a stretch, right? All right, so let's, let's just agree <laughs> on the math. Let's just I mean on the science. The science says that every certain amount of years, I'm not sure about the number. I think it was 20, 2,500 years. I'm not sure though. Yeah, but yeah, it's about 2,500 yeah. years of a people being in the same place, depending on the climate, they have a chance of their skin tone just their children coming out lighter because of the, mm -hmm. the lack of, of sunlight. Right. Oh, it, 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 for your skin pigment to change, it takes about 2,000 years or so. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've read some <laughs> things that said that. So what, I'm, what I, what I want to say is, what I want to, based on what I have learned, I want to say people migrated out of Southeast Africa into all the other regions of the world and over years they just lost their skin tone you know what I mean we know this to be a fact and I'm just talking about the North Africans were the first were among the first even though we know the Arabs and the Chinese were still because we know that um, what was it I think it's D and uh, D and E no, the, I, I think, I think, I think they was I, I think a lot of the people, I don't know. I, I just don't know about that part right there. The last part, I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not versed enough to, to agree. But I like that. to go on culture, though. If, if we go about <laughs> culture and, and language, we got to understand that these people had to be connected at some point in time. Uh, I, I oh, I, oh, let's back, back, back up. So... Hold on. Uh, all right. So let's let's go with your premise. Like let, let, let's see where this is gonna go, actually. Oh, this is an exercise. So you saying since all since the oldest humans was found in a region where the people would be dark skinned. Right. Right. Then at one point, all Homo sapiens sapiens was of a dark skinned complexion. At yes, this point, that's, at this that's point, what I want to say. At one point, all Homo sapiens sapiens. We're not talking right. about Neanderthals. We're not talking about yeah. Demi. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all right. I'm gonna I'm walk with you. I'm gonna walk with you. I'm like, come on, I'm with you. All right. So, all right. Whatever time period this is, this is just an exercise. I want to say two hundred and fifty thousand years ago. All right. This is actually. Hold on. Let me say this. This is an exercise, y'all. We just trying to work something out. Right, so we. All right. Cool. So you said two hundred fifty thousand years ago, right? Yeah. And we can we can name the Havel groups that was a you had a Havel group E and D. I, I don't that, know that Havel groups at that time. Hold on, you won't lose me. I'm not I'm not in Golzi. I'm just going speak. off what twenty three and me told me in my DNA. All right, so so let, let's keep it simple. Let's look at the region where these Homo sapiens started from. So again, I don't talk in Havel groups. So. The, those populations of people come from a region where if you look now that the people have dark skin. Right. Right. And you need dark skin to survive in that. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Hold up. Cool. But you're absolutely right. I already know what you're about to lead to because we don't even know what the climate was. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm cool with the climate then. But realistically, I'm, I want to be realistic. Realistically, we don't, because you know the earth changes every 100,000 years. No. No, 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 but it was still, like it was still been in the same zone. Yeah, it's still, it's, 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 it's still in the same zone. The equator's still there. 
If you develop near the equator, it's gonna be hot as a motherfucker, yo. Like right, right. <laughs> so gotcha. all right. So 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 these people would have been in a region where it would be it would have been more effort advantageous for them to be adult skin complexion. All right. So the first people was of dark skin. Right. According to all right, cool. So as they migrated out of those zones, right? In a longer time, the the uh, as long as they, you know, these uh, groups, you know, stayed in zones that it that, that I guess that was cool or had a different habitat. You're asking when did the pigmentation start to change? Yes, because it had to. All right, it did. Yeah, it did, but it was way before Egyptians and shit came on the scene. I, I agree. I agree that. So, so, so I, those, I that so the too. colors that you see now, right, was pretty much the same uh, colors and, and ranges of the human variety that existed during Pharaonic Egypt. Now, this is my next question, though. Does them does the skin tone changing make them a different people? Does what the, makes the, what makes the people? No, no. We're not going to go on genetics, people. right? Yes, it ain't skin tone. That's what I'm trying to lead to. It's not skin tone. What I'm no. trying to say is genetically, we can link the people in North Africa to the people from West Africa, at least. You got to give me that. No, no. why would you do no. that? How you do, how, yeah, how you going to do that? <laughs> why would you just throw That's West Africa in there? First off, North Africa, you got to understand, North Africa runs from the West Coast all the way to the East, to Egypt. So I'm not just focusing on Egypt. Right. So, so, so you're talking about West, the whole of North Northwest. Africa. You're talking about Northwest Africa, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about like the whole of North Africa and what happened because you got to, you know, y'all know about the Green Sahara and people was living in that region and people migrated out because they went. It, but where did the people in that region come from? I believe, since everybody knows that the, the people uh, started in the Southeast, people migrated to these regions, extend, uh, uh, lived there for, for fucking maybe thousands of years, thousands of years. And oh, once climate change really started happening, that's when ch skin tone started changing. And that's when the ice age started <laughs> happening. People had to migrate. That's when the Sahara started. That's when the ocean turned into uh, But the at that point, when, you, when you're talking that span of time, then who ain't who at that point? You know, who ain't related to who at that point? You know, that's right. the, when you're talking those spans of time, like when you're going back to early Homo sapiens sapien, now, like, to we we can the Eastern Chinese people at that point. You know what I mean? When you're talking about when the first people changed the, the, the skin tone and all of that, you know what I mean? Like, there's no people on the planet that we ain't kin to at that point. That's what that's what I'm saying. So at what point are we not there kin to There is no people on this planet that we're not kin to. And the sooner that we realize right. that shit, the sooner all that, this motherfucking and that's, shit. That's fine, but we do have distinctions, right? And we <laughs> you know we make we, the distinctions. We, Us humans human, make the distinctions. Beings, this is what I've learned. Human beings have the right to distinguish themselves. Right? That's a human thing. You know what I mean? Even it's not just a homo sapiens. Even if it's not thing. scientifically, it's a, it's a primate. It's a primate thing they because even, even in the chimpanzee so community, it's a belief. It's a belief like a belief in God. Distinct. 
No, no, no. They, it's a, it's how society works. It's 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 the earliest some of the earliest things that we did because we can look at chimpanzees, right? And they mm-hmm. just they understand who's their cousins and uncles and shit, right? Other than who just they friends and shit like that, right? They 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 know who they immediate family is compared to other people. So this is a, a this distinguishment have been been going on for millions of years, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is a trait that allows human beings to to diversify and because you know the diversity is that's how we continue to to uh have our children make it to the age of of reproduction you know what i'm saying so this is this is something this ain't a belief or nothing this is so you're saying it's this is nature for evolution so all right, right. Cool. It's a, I, I mean it might not be See, sometimes we grow and technology gains in a way where we we outgrow things, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying this ain't a belief. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying, you know, th- this is the end all be all. You know, we won't survive without it. I'm right, just might, saying this might change the conversation a little bit, yo. But this is right on the same topic. What do y'all think about race first? Us as a people start putting us as because I, I, we talk a lot about Negroes, people being black, and I don't, I don't consider, first off, I don't consider anybody outside the United States that haven't went through this motherfucker shit as being black. We are totally different. I be on these clubhouse shit, and they don't even fucking like us. These Africans really don't fucking like us. They call us uh, uh, bullet bags. What I think about that is... You're talking I, to I, some I, ignorant I, motherfuckers. Yeah, and and, and I, I'm not against. Uh, what I, what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna choose my family first, right? You know what I mean. And then when I when I get outside of my family, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose my neighbor first. Now, uh, uh, what now is my neighbor black or white or Mexican or Chinese? I don't know, right? But I, I'm in a situation where I have to, it, my immediate, when I immediately walk out the door, I'm in my neighborhood, right? So mm-hmm. I have to, the smart thing would be for me to choose my neighbor when I immediately walk out the door. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those are the things, that's the way I think about the situation. You know what I mean? I think it's different situations for different circumstances. You got different choices in different circumstances. We, I, it's always a a, um, a, a a dichotomy all the time. You know, like like where it's either this or that. You know, like so you can't be uh, black first, right? But all black people ain't 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 good for you. Uh, truth. You know, well, what I'm I, saying? I agree, yo. But you gotta understand, I live so outside. That, that, that blanket term. Let no. Let me you tell know. you my experience, yo, and why why I came to this almost a conclusion. I'm still debating, uh, but there's a lot of goddamn shit that's going on. Every other race is playing race first. The Mexicans, the Chinese, the Jews. Everybody is putting their people in front of everybody. <laughs> Our people don't even I, consider I don't, ourselves to be a people so. people to be able to do that. 
First off, anywhere we go in this world, we're going to be judged because we are black Americans. We're not going to be judged because we're Nigerians. If I go to England right now, they're not going to think I'm a fucking Nigerian. They're going to be like, oh, he's an African-American. These niggas like to kill motherfuckers. And that's really <laughs> what they think. Like, real talk, we are weighed by our people. So therefore, my thing is, we need to change the way we are perceived around the world. That's why a lot of people don't even want to do business with us. That's why we can't open up our own international trade because people don't want to do business with us because they think we thieves. Because that's well, that's, that's why I say that's why I say family first. That's why I say your family first because what what the way that the only way to 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 negate that situation is for you to raise productive uh, citizens. That's going to be you know uh, law abiding, upstanding uh citizens you know what i'm saying yeah, but i wish i wish we could you know we tried to do that but you know what they did to our kids because our kids smoke weed they locked us for the last 30 years they've been locking black young oh, black kids up for smoking marijuana and you know what it does it prohibits us from getting certain jobs from competing in this workforce you see what i'm saying it's like the first line oh. of their defense of white supremacy lock us up Give us a weed charge well, so our motherfucking well, asses can't get good jobs and can't do do certain shit. We can't even fucking run for office now in certain offices because we got a weed, weed charge on our fucking record. Can, can well, I say something? Well, go, go ahead, Stu, please. All right. He said, um, big up to everybody on the panel. Peace, by the way. How you doing, brother? I'm good. Still? I'm good. Big up, everybody. Big up. Truth. You said something earlier. Just a while uh, ago, you said something. You said, um, you can't do business internationally because how you are perceived. I don't want to misquote you, right? But I... No, I said, what I was saying you, was... I, I, I this was argument saying, to you. We need to play the same game that everybody else is playing. They don't consider us different. No, you know no, what no, I mean? No. They don't consider us as American. They, they, no, they no. look at us like niggas. No, because what happened is that the perception that is said internationally about the black Americans is beyond your control as a black American. The narrative that is said. I don't believe nothing's out of my control. I believe I can influence everything. Do you like, control Literally, me? I turned a whole fucking crowd of people from riding in fucking Baltimore. Baltimore didn't riot in I, 2020 because of me. I understand that, but internationally, you're not in you're not international. You're local in Baltimore. What yes. is that I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in can't, yo. I don't believe all in right. that word. All right. All right. All right. Let me let me remove the word can't then. Let me remove, let me rephrase the statement. The image that is portrayed of black Americans is is outside by the media. Is by media that is not owned or controlled by the black American. So when you watch the movies and the look and the talk, it is not the best of black Americans that is shown internationally. It is never the best. What is shown is the worst in most cases. That's why when shows like Cosby Show, A Different World and Living Single came on, those were a breath of fresh air. And if you go to many, countries with black population outside of the United States, those shows are still popular today. 
because I didn't imagine an image like that. Because the image that we used to get in is Pookie and Stark, Starsky and Hutch. Honeybee. What's, what's his name, the pimp? Is he the Most African-Americans are that image. Most African Americans are that's trying to get a lie. job. They are. They're trying to go to school. No, that, they're, that, trying that to, they're trying to be that successful. You got, you, you got. You got. You got. Would you white disagree maybe. with me? No. Would you disagree with me on the image part? No, no, no. no. I understand. They, they're painting the, just like they paint the image of the cartel. I live in Mexico. I know it's not like what they paint on TV. That shit is for some reason they're trying to scare people away from Mexico. All right. I do you believe they don't want people to see how that, how, how that that way of life skyscrapers is. in Africa? Do you believe that Kenya has a lot of skyscrapers? Has a lot of what? Skyscrapers. SKY you know, scrapers. I know Kenyans. I know Kenyans. I know a certain spots in Kenyans that do have sky, uh, skyscrapers. Yeah, but you know it because you know Kenyans. Yeah, but to the average exactly. black person in America, the Kenyans is a booty scratcher who lives in a hood who is dying from starvation. The images that play the two sides. I'm, I'm dare anybody to disagree with me that the people in power play the two sides and portray the worst images of both people. Mm -hmm. And if you're yep. not aware of what's going on, you draw some conclusions that are not right until you meet people and you realize, but this dude is a cool dude. He's not like that. Until you start being around people and realize, 99%. All right. There's this girl who works in my office. Where I work, a lot of Jamaicans work here. She's African-American. And when she came, like we have conversation, when she came here, she said, she didn't know because the perception she was of us. But no, she loved Jamaican food. She in the conversation, she come to the office and the first thing she says, war go on. <laughs> Because we're, ham because we're not around each other on a consistent basis, and we're only we're only exposed to the negative. Yeah, nah, but this is the thing, yo. This I I, I was thinking like you till last week, yo. I swear I thought like yo, our people. I was arguing with my homeboy because he on this uh with um Tyreek Nasheed be doing the um foundational Black American. He want to be a foundational Black American. My whole thing was not nah, it causes the divide within our whole community. It causes the divide. My, but I went on Clubhouse, right? And they got these rooms on Clubhouse to where it's though Africans are talking to African-Americans. And the, the conversation that, and it's multiple conversations, not just one or two, it's multiple different Africans in Africa. And they sitting here like pretty much putting us down like we ain't shit. Because like again, ain't shit. I, again, again I would, I, I'll put this to you. I have known African-Americans who came to Jamaica for a long period of time. People who was um, had to take a small vacation because the temperature in America was a little bit too hot. And they came to Jamaica. And within a couple of weeks, they acclimatized. The only thing is that people might call him Yankee. We call everybody Yankee from America. We might call him Yankee. But these dudes adjusted into the culture was a part of the culture, was showing love. I've known Jamaicans who come up here and live in African-American community and was showing love. Them baby mothers, African-American. Those come down to Jamaica and get Jamaican baby mother. 
is that you're talking to people who have limited contact, who yeah, their exposure, that's their that's exposure is based upon what they have seen. Them have limited contact. Yeah, hold right? up yep. real quick. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to explain that, that very point. I want to elaborate on that point. The thing that I believe is happening is you have the rich, sedity Africans. Mostly That's from exactly Nigeria. what I was going to say. To now, listen, listen. Yeah. Mostly from Nigeria that is coming over here to America and they have certain views. And because they are African and people can't tell the, Af the difference between a Nigerian and a, a person from Ghana or a person from Kenya, they consider the whole continent as being having a certain point of view. I have met Nigerians. I, 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 I know their point of view. You know what I mean? Their point of view is that we, 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 we don't think. We don't use our brains, African-Americans. Not that we don't have brains and not that we can't think. It's just that we don't. And that's why they feel the same. They, they feel as though they're superior because they feel as though they're more educated and everything. And I noticed because I worked for a Nigerian that I drove his cousins and his family around and everything. I worked for a Nigerian for like 10 years. Like, and that's another thing, though, that I had to point out, that they was trying to say that Nigerian that the Africans come over here and don't do nothing for African-Americans. This Nigerian that I was working for, first off, he's hiring everybody coming straight out of jail giving these niggas jobs straight out of jail to keep them off the street. All right. He might have I'm, going to, say I'm going to say this. He's trying to do something. Yeah. But right, let me tell you something. What, what happening? What you don't realize is this. You see the Nigerians who come here and afford to go to university. In Nigeria, the, 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 the line between rich and poor is extremely vast. Uh -huh. In Nigeria, many people live on compounds. They have high walls around these massive houses. And they have some of the ugliest gold furniture in the house. How, how they present. They drive some of the nicest cars and they shop in Europe. Remember, Nigeria is oil rich, you know, and a large population have access to the oil money. These assholes are not the nicest assholes. You're not talking to... The ordinary Nigerian. No, I talked to some regular Nigerians. No, I was on uh, Bigo. I was on yeah. Bigo, and this chick invited me on a platform. She had a whole bunch of Nigerian, like really yeah. revolutionaries over there in Nigeria. And I had a conversation with them. They feel the it. same way I feel. They feel she as though it. rich Americans are coming over there, uh, acting uh, rich black people are coming over there, and they acting sedit. They acting like they better than them. And that's why they feel as though they have a problem with Americans because we act like we better than them. And but the rich ones in Nigeria act like they're better than the poor ones. The rich ones in Nigeria, the rich Nigerians act like they're better than the poor Nigerians. Yep. It's a class system. Oh, let's be, let's, let's be honest. It's not racist, rich, but we look at it like, all right, I got you. I understand what you're saying, bro. The rich, the rich African-Americans, let's be honest. Rich African-Americans do they not look down on poor African-Americans? Yep, yep. I understand what you're saying now, yo. I hear you, I hear you clearly. I hear you clearly. You have to understand that you also have to the class. It's a class they're not looking at it. We're looking at it because that's all we see is race. You know what I mean? We don't see the classes. They see the classes clearly because they're all the same color over there. Right, but they see it. And in, if, if you see it here, you have some bullshit, African-Americans, you have it in Jamaica, you have some very bougie Jamaicans who live uptown, 
who's the same color as the man who lived downtown, but in class, in Jamaica, we call people dirty nigger. Dirty negro. You understand? That is worse than calling a person just a nigger, you know? You call him a dirty nigger. You understand? That those people down there says dirty niggas. Don't mix up with the dirty niggas there. Now, keep You're in mind, guys, as well, in terms of, like, you know, the perception of Americans around the globe, it's it's not just the just the black people. It's it's pretty much across the board. People around the globe think that Americans, you know, think they're better than everybody else, and they kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, know, they, don't, they don't they yeah. don't they don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So, so not just you know black. They think they think all Americans feel that way. Right, because they don't have the dynamics that meet everybody, and it's As cultural, said, right? Even, yeah, exactly. Even, even within our population, even within the Jamaican population. There's a mega class system between rich black people and poor black people. In African-American culture, there's a class system. Listen, the, the black people who class. Put it like this. Well, they think we low class. We low class to them. Like the, the black people who live in Hartford and Stanford, Connecticut. Do they want their daughters dating anybody from Chicago? Be honest. If you live in Stanford, Connecticut, one of the richest states, Places and you, you, you your family working 500,000 a year. Do you want your daughter dating somebody from Chicago? I mean, it depends. There's a lot of people in Chicago. That's another thing. No, no, we're not in Chicago. Do you want to do, go over the wrong side of the track? They call the dirty nigger just like the Jamaicans call the poor Jamaican dirty nigger. Those dirty niggers, the uptown black people call the downtown black people the dirty niggers. You're mixing up with those, and they say this way, I do not mix with those dirty Negroes. So tell me now. I trust people it's because a class of their character, yo. I don't, not by what they do for a living. Like, they're what? serious. In America, That's you. so fucked up that black people got to do what they got to do to survive out here, yo. Like, they're serious. So I can't, no, but, I can't say because a person but, from uh, Chicago. The black people in America who made it over the line. The black people who made it over the fence, who made it now, who have the big white house with the picket fence, do they act as if they're better than the other black people? Answer that question. Ask it one more time. Do black people in America, do black African Americans who came over, who moved up like George Jefferson and went into the Dulux apartment in the sky, do they still associate themselves with the black people who are still struggling? You talking about the rich blacks? No, yes. I mean, it depends on the person. Like, really, that depends on the person, too. I know a lot of rich dudes that's still in the hood. I'm not in the hood, but they come to the hood every day. It's like nothing to them because they got the respect to be able to do so because they 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 who they are. You know what I mean? It's, and uh, but I understand what you're saying. You got some rich people that just just lose who they are. And they, they adapt to this European and westernized, like the Eastern people say, the westernized way of living. <laughs> they like that shit. My thing is, I don't know. I've, I've, been, I've been around a little bit. I don't know. I like America. I like Mexico's way of living, though. <laughs> I like America's way of making money. But I, so I like America, Mexico's way of living a little bit better. So, so, so tell me about Mexico. How is Mexico? What 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 can a black person do in Mexico to live? How's Everything. Mexico? Everything. Why you think I'm down there? Why you think I'm down there? Like literally, I just started a whole tour company. I'm about to do this whole uh, 
what's it called? Um, promotion type thing. We're going to have a, a smoke fest on 420 next year. That's going to be one of the biggest things on the west side of Mexico that ever happened. Yeah, we're going to do big things because I am black and because they like real talk. And Mexico, so, they feel they don't like they don't like white Americans. They don't like what they call gringos. But we black gringos. We they don't consider us all the way like they they, they like us. So all that stuff that you hear about Mexico going on down on the road and cartel kidnapping people, they ain't really doing that to black people unless black people incite it. So, so, you know so, what I mean? So you say a black man in Mexico is treated well? Or the police treat you in Mexico? The police the treat me. The police don't even bother me. I got bothered one time, yo, and that's because they wanted money. Because they're just like, they broke down there, yo. The, Mex the police don't even get paid shit. So they, they extorted me one time, you know what I mean? But it was what it was. I was out there smoking on a pair. I wasn't supposed to be smoking on a pair. You feel me? And they walked up on me. So I had to pay them. Instead of going to Mexican jail, they allowed me to pay them. And I got, went the fuck on. I think it was cool. Because in America, I went my ass all the way to jail, had an all the way record, and wouldn't been able to motherfucking get a job and all that shit. So what you're saying that people, when they're in the country, because what I've realized, what, what I've realized, if, if, if you go to Cuba, right? The Cubans in Cuba, you're so welcomed by the Cubans in Cuba. But when you come to Miami here, the Cubans in Miami are assholes. But if you go to Cuba, the Cuban in Cuba is some of the most loving people in the world. I agree. When you come yo. up here, I agree. So it's the, the ones Mexican that come Mexico over. It's the ones that people. got money. It's money that changes people, I guess. <laughs> I think it's money. Right? But you money understand what I'm saying? People. You understand what I'm saying? Is that that is it. Because here in America, when an immigrant comes to America, he's expected to succeed. He's expected to be successful. And if he's not successful, he's viewed as a failure. So if, if he has to cut off his mom for to become successful, sometimes he will. Sometimes he will because it's the expectation that is pressed down on that person. But yeah, if everybody's to... success ain't the same. A lot of their success is going, getting a job at McDonald's and making what McDonald's paying right now for a full-time. I think they're paying like $12 an hour for a full-time employee. That's a lot for them when they're making $5 an hour down there. Yeah, $12.50. They're going, but, and what they do is that the 10 of them live in a house. They save up the money. Trust me, yeah. And they, and, and they send it back to Mexico. And their yeah, mom buy a piece of land. They don't want to live here. And they they do, like me. They don't want to live in America. Homes. They know what their country is. They don't want to live in America. They, their country is literally like paradise, yo. You got some desert. But once you get out the desert, it's some of the most beautiful lands you will ever see in your life. And they know it. And they know it. They just ain't, it ain't no money down there. So they come up north, make the money, then they go down there and build these big ass castles for cheap and live in them bitches. So they come and they work at McDonald's and then they go back down. Mm -hmm. right. When they retire, they're going back to Mexico, just like Americans. Americans ain't trying to retire in fucking the United States. They're going to Mexico, too. <laughs> you know how I many retired uh, Americans is in, in the city I live in, Puerto Vallarta? Yeah, because... It's, 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 it's a whole neighborhood for us. 
if you have if, if you get a pension of two thousand dollars a month, you can't live well in Mexico on that pension. I pay eight fifty a month, yo. I swear yo, I pay eight fifty a month and I live in a mini mansion, yo. <laughs> like I ain't gonna say it's a mini mansion. As far as a townhouse go, it's a mini mansion uh it's connected to other houses, but this bitch is huge. Right. You feel me? Right. So, so the community got some... four pools and shit and only pay eight fifty. I, I told my homegirl that she's staying up in Jewtown right here in Baltimore. Cause I'm up here till the 18th. I'll go back on the 18th. But um, so I talked to my homegirl and she said she's paying two thousand dollars to stay up Jewtown. I say, ain't this a bitch? You still in Baltimore? <laughs> you know the big difference. I was down there for six months before I, I came back, uh, I think, March 4th, right? I've been here since March 4th. I go back on the 18th. Um, and since I've been here, yo, the first weekend I was here in Baltimore, yo, they had 44 robberies, right, in one weekend. And goddamn, like, 12, I think it was like 12 or 13 shootings. You see what I'm saying? Down in Mexico the whole six months, I didn't hear about no shootings. We heard about a couple robberies, but that's just like one or two. You know what I mean? That, that there wasn't no forty-four in one weekend. So what? Where is more dangerous? You see what I'm saying? A lot of people tell me be safe. Again, in come, no, I tell y'all be safe up here. Again, it come back to the conversation that I had earlier. Is the image that is portrayed, and we don't control the image that is portrayed. Because if the image is portrayed that Mexico is not a bad place, you know, you know why we get now? I understand. Back, in the, day, we, back in the day, we did not have no control over the media, but we have everything. We have everything to do with the media right now. Social media is the biggest thing in the world. You see what I'm saying? And all we got to do is get on these platforms and motherfuckers tell motherfuckers the truth, talk our shit, unify our fucking people. You feel right, me? And we, I, I'm going to ask you a question: How much friends would you say growing up you have? Between the ages of 18 and 25. Slow down a little bit. I ain't understand what you said. All right. Growing up, how many friends would you say you have? Friends and acquaintances, everybody you know in the States. About 500 people? You said that you had interaction with about 500 people between elementary school and high school, right? Not with social media. You don't understand I am. First off, I got the whole of Baltimore right behind me. I could bring a whole 600,000 of Baltimore with me. Okay, we're going to use Baltimore. Uh, We're going to use Baltimore, 600,000 people in Baltimore. How many of those people do you think have traveled outside of Baltimore? Do you think that 50% of them? Especially Baltimoreans. A lot of Baltimore, a lot of people in Baltimore don't have their passport. They have never even walked outside of North Avenue. Right, so therefore. 20,000 people right there didn't even walk outside uh, outside of Baltimore. So right. the world that they know is the only one that they've ever lived in. They've never seen other people live like or you see. But what we starting to, though. That's the beautiful thing about Baltimore. Everybody's starting to. Niggas are starting to get their passport. My homeboys just went to Cuba, uh, not Cuba, but uh, Colombia, like two weeks ago for my homeboy bachelor party. The only reason and, I ain't go because I just bought the ticket to come up here. And, and he's back and he sings nothing but praises, right? It's like he cannot stop talking about the police. Because he saw a different light. But a lot of people don't see it. <coughs> when, yeah. when you engage in a conversation with anybody, the first thing I'm going to start asking people is, do you have a passport? Because if you have never traveled outside of your immediate circle, 
your views are limited to the stimulus that you were exposed to. You cannot see the world outside of yourself. You have seen the world. You don't think that individual was trapped in one place all your life. Breaking up. Yeah, you're breaking up with just a bit, Stu. <clears throat> Man, I was having dinner. I stepped away. I saw some people trying to jump on. If anybody yeah. else want to jump on the panel, go ahead and do it. I'll, I'll let you in. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, I hear, I hear what, what the brother's saying. I'm just saying, based on... Mm. And, and I need to be quiet when, when I talk about Africa because I haven't been there yet to actually give our honest opinion about the people of Africa. I just know from what I experienced over here. You know what I mean? And that, I think that's a, a big problem. Like when I talked to the dude on, on the Beagle thing, the dude was literally like, yo, a lot of y'all African-Americans be coming over here thinking y'all better than us. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. mm -hmm. we really be going over there trying to like, think we smarter, telling like, like we don't, because we don't understand their customs, we, we belittle their customs. But it's the same thing for the Africans who come here. What's happening now? What's happening is that it's supposed to be an amalgamation. When people come in, it's supposed to be an exchange of culture. It's supposed to be a mixture. But still, people remain separate. So you'll have mm. the Jamaicans living in one community. You'll have the Africans living in one community. You'll have the Haitians living in one community. You'll have the Dominican living in one community. You have the African-Americans living in one community. So there's no amalgamation. Because when people are separated, you know, it's going to harbor suspicion. It's like you're in a jail, in a jail setting where you have the whites, the Hispanic, everybody's suspicious of everybody. But if you had an amalgamation of people, as it should be, Imagine how it would be. But because of people preconceived notion. I'm with starting Everybody something like that, but yo, it just seemed, yo, I almost felt defeated, yo. I'm glad you up here. You actually picking my spirits up about, about unifying the black race. You know what I mean? Because no. it's a lot of people that don't agree. No, it's a lot, a lot of people, people, people that don't agree. It's a lot of people that 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 literally look at African Americans like we ain't nothing but gangsters and like we're never going to be nothing more. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of African Americans that think that. Just look at the look at the dude that shot up the motherfucking train. <clears throat> this nigga said he literally said the African Americans ain't nothing but slaves. We ain't gonna never be nothing but slaves. That's why he came up with the whole video. The video I posted in, in the back chat was uh, what, what was it called? Uh, body bag. We ain't nothing but body bags. That's why he shot up the tree, huh? That's why he shot up the tree. I don't know why he shot up the train. He shot up the train, but he ain't like black people. I'm gonna tell you like that. I don't know why he ain't yeah. and he shot up the train. I just know he did not like black people mm. at motherfucking all. He thought we was uh, pieces of shit. And he, he made multiple videos about it. His YouTube was, I was watching a couple of his videos before they took it down, but they took his whole channel down. 
No, but the other thing you have to realize after Oscar, he turned himself in, don't let nobody lie to you. Yo, you know how I, I, yo, I hate these politicians, yo. They get on the news like, yeah, we did a great job. I think this person, I think that person, they did did, did hard work over the last couple hours. You know how they caught the dude? The dude picked up a payphone, called in, told them exactly where he was at, and then a p- 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 patrol officers came where they got the phone call and picked his ass up. How much fucking police work was that? No, but they had this picture. He, he couldn't run. They had this photograph up. No, but nah, he could have ran. I'd have, first off, if it was me, I'd have been gone as soon as my motherfucking did the shit. I'd have been motherfucking gone, gone. I'd have had my plane ticket. I'd have had my plane ticket arranged around the time that I was leaving about that bitch. So from the subway, I'm going, catching the subway to the train station, I mean, to the plane. And I'm gone. Never seen me again. This nigga was stupid. He was stupid in the first place with doing the shit. You feel me? That's first of all. You ruined your whole goddamn life. This motherfucker is in prison for the rest of his life. He's never going to see daylight a fucking again. For what? What did? What was the like? What did he get from it? I don't get it. You see what I'm saying? But you, you're thinking like a sane person trying to un- understand an insane person. You can't do that. You can't understand an insane person. You and I can't understand an insane person. The dude, insane. That's the action of a madman. Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof, the white boy that shot up the church. I understand him. He was a racist that wanted to cause a race war. So he he figured shooting up a church will cause a race war. So that's what he did. I understand that. I don't understand why this did, dude did nothing. I don't know what the fuck was his whole, like, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it don't make sense at all. He went on the train, he just started shooting random. It was kids on the train. Like five of those, how many of it? It's like 20 something people that got injured. Five of those are children. Yeah, but it's, that's, that's the action of a madman. There's nothing we can do about a madman. That's the action of a madman. But guess what? He's black. So guess what? Around the world, guess what it looks like. No, years ago, Jamaican shot up a train in New York. I don't think you'll remember that. He killed 10 people. The only reason why he didn't kill more is that his gun got hot and jammed. But he killed like 10 people, injured like 26. Right? That's the action of a madman. He was mentally... Listen, as much as we live closer together as a people, meaning that we live in close proximity to to each other, there's hardly any camaraderie in our community. Let me me use that different. There's there's no real interaction. There's very few people have a lot of friends. Very few people have... So they're likely to do those kind of things. I'm not justifying what he did. What he did was wrong. He's a madman. Yeah. And, I, and, and the reason why I'm saying that he's a madman because of a white person. We're going to have to take that on our ticket and we're going to have to No, because if a white person did it, they would say he was a madman. And that's the end of it. They would say he was mentally ill. They wouldn't say he was a madman because they call madmen terrorists. 
None of these people that none of these white boys that have been shooting up shit have they yet to have called the terrorists. No, they that, call that's them mentally ill. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I call it madman, but basically what I'm saying, he's mentally ill. That's that's action of somebody who's mentally ill. Because that's what they would say about a white person that they're mentally ill. So I'm using it also. I'm not taking ownership of that shit. Right? Like the foolishness that Will Smith did. I'm not taking ownership of that shit. It's not even black man would just get off them nut rockers and go up there and do the stupidness that Will Smith did. We need to feel like we need we need to honestly feel as a people that I do not have to take ownership of bullshit that other people do. We call it what it is, action of a madman, action of a mentally ill person. Yeah, there's a lot of mad men on this earth, though. There's mad people on this earth. Like this, <laughs> it's getting ridiculous, yo. And I'm, I'm feeling fatigued. You know what I mean? Like, God damn, I'm tired of arguing with people. Like, I live in, yo, you know how many of these pseudos that came to Mexico? Like, the everywhere, every, where I live at, I got, like, I think the most pseudos. I think they come to Mexico to be pseudo. Pseudos like what? <laughs> what we talking about? I'm talking about Reiki healing. I'm talking about all the all the so-called I went to yo, you gotta watch my Hollywood Wing video, yo. I got a uh on my Global Explorers page, right? It's called Global Explorers right here on YouTube. And it's a Halloween video. These people was having seances. It, it's one motherfucker that was trying to trick everybody. I went to sleep because she was taking too goddamn well when I'm thinking it's goddamn uh seance. We had to hold hands and everything. It was Halloween, so I was like, fuck it. You know what I mean? So I'm holding hands with everybody. This bitch acting like she talking to spirits and shit. I'm looking like, yo, this <laughs> yo, it was crazy. They try to pick me out of white people. Huh? Black people are white people. It, it was all of them. All of them, yo. Mexicans, black and white. I can't blame this on race. This is just theology. They own belief. This is belief. This has nothing to do with race, yo. Like dead series, you had every last one of them in the fucking building, and all these people were goddamn crazy as, as, as bad shit. I'm the only motherfucker. They got mad at me because we went to dinner later, and I told them they were suit up. I was drunk what's as shit, too. So What's the name of the page? What's the name of your page? Global Explorer? Yeah, it's Global Explorer on YouTube. You're going to see me holding the camera. Right. G-L-O-B-A-L, Explorer? Explorer. With an S on the end. Explorer. E-X-P-L-O. E-X, uh, Explorer, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, sipping a little bit, yo. I'm sorry. Right. So Global Explorers on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, who got a wrench? That, give me a wrench and I'll drop it in the chat. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I ain't got a wrench at any goddamn way. I don't know. But all right. Global Explorers. So you give an insight on the day-to-day -day occurrence. So what is it like in, in Mexico? You show us around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly what I do. Exactly what I, what I do right now is what I've been doing lately is just for promoting black businesses in Mexico. How so long did you learn Spanish? Say it again. How long did it take you to learn Spanish? I don't know Spanish hundred percent, but I can I can uh, I can speak it, the quinto, which means a little bit. Okay. 
Piquito. Piquito, not Piquito. So basically through interaction with the people. Yo, most of them, most of them speak English. Because I live in like a tourist town. So for them to make money, they have to learn English. You know what I mean? They teach their kids English like from kindergarten. They are learning English. You know what I mean? So most people down there speak English. So it's not like real hard, but you do go to them areas. I live down there. So I go to the laundromat sometimes and they don't speak a lot, not a lick of English, but I know how to tell them to wash my clothes. I know how to go to the grocery store and order what, what I want. The local grocery store, not the not the Walmart or the Sam's Club that's going to charge you American prices. I'm going go to go to, to the Mexican store and get the Mexican prices. So what's, like, what's the cost of living like? Like, like a, yo, all right, we're going we to talk about water. In the United States, for a bottle of water, for like one pint of water, it costs $1, right? And most stores. Down in Mexico, for five gallons of water, five gallons, it costs that same dollar. Well, I buy my water at Costco. Or Costco, so I pay like five. Costco gonna charge you the uh, the American price every time. They gonna charge you top dollar, but you can get the same thing that you got at a Costco right there and, and and from local dealers. First off, we in Mexico, they build everything. They can build like literally. They can fab. If you want a uh, food cart, they can fabricate you a food cart right from fucking scratch. I'll show you the spot. Like they will build you a whole full, give them five thousand dollars. That'll be the biggest, baddest fucking food cart you ever fucking ever fucking seen in your life. So, like, how much you pay for electricity bill in Mexico? Electricity. All right, I stayed down there six months. I got my first bill. First off, they gave me my first electric bill uh, six months after I have already been in the house because they don't pay electric every month. My first bill was five hundred dollars for six months. And that's running the AC. First off, that's running AC every day. That's running all three ACs I have in the house all day. What's, what's the water bill? Hell in Mexico. What's the water bill like? Water bill, I just paid the water bill. My, I pay a water bill of 420 pesos a month. And that's like uh, $21 a month for water. And you eat, you, 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 I, I take it for granted that you eat healthy and you eat well. So we're spending a lot of Everything is natural down there. Everything is natural down there. They have laws against the stuff we put in our food in the United States. Like literally everything is natural down there. You can see the chickens walking down the street. So like, like for food, chicken. how much a month? Uh, it depends on like, yo, I can go get, all right, I'll go to the grocery, I mean, to the, to the meat house, right? Because they got butchers. You see what I'm saying? You go to the butcher to get your meat. I go to the butcher. I might take maybe $20, right? $20, I'm going to get pork chops. I'm going to get steaks. I'm going to get chicken tenders. I'm going to get chickens. I'm going to get a lot of shit for fucking $20. Now I'm talking about panels and stuff to fill up my freezer. Like the cost of living is cheap down there. The the thing that is expensive is is, is a resort town. So if you want to go to the clubs, it's might it's going to cost you some money. 
You want to go to these restaurants and 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 spend. Not every restaurant is expensive though. That's the thing. If you go see these local restaurants, you're going to eat very well for very cheap. But if you go to these restaurants that's on the, uh, what we call the resort strip, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, you're you going to pay a little couple dollars because they're trying to get that resort money. They're trying to, you know what I mean? Get them dollars. But it's, it's cheap as fuck down there. Like, yo, you can live $1,000 a month, yo, you're going to live like a king. If you buy yourself this one person, two thousand a month, two, three thousand a month, you will have a whole villa. Your refrigerator will be stocked. You will go do anything, and you'll be on the beach every day. You know what I mean? Three thousand a month is is like really all you need. I don't see you needing more than that. I don't even think you need that. That's just just with all the in- inclusives. <laughs> <laughs> that includes you know, of, of money to go out and enjoy yourself. Because if you pay eight fifty a month and you're in a big ass place. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And your electric is like $80 and your water is like $20. Yeah, I don't even know what the electric is. Like I said, they gave me a bill for five. Uh, it was ten thousand and twenty pesos, which is like five hundred and one dollars. So we that was six months of running so the AC all day every day. You know what I mean? So what's that car insurance like? Uh, car insurance. You pay your car insurance. You got to renew that shit too. I got an American vehicle down there, right? So I got, I still got my American tags on and everything. I had to go get my tip. When you cross the border with your vehicle, you got to stop at a uh, at the little immigration spot and uh, register your vehicle. They got all the insurance spots there, but you, it's better just to do it online. The insurance cost is like maybe three, four hundred for the whole six months, and then you got. But once it expires, you got to pay it again. You see what I'm saying? It was like three, four hundred, depending on your vehicle. But yeah, you got to do a whole bunch of shit to get your vehicle across the border. I didn't did it. I did it twice. I didn't drove my vehicle down to Mexico twice, all the way from Baltimore too. Four day trip. But yeah, that's it. Right now, they're trying to do something different, though. They want us to take our vehicles because of the uh, climate change situation and uh, emissions. They want to put us uh, through our emission test now. They didn't put their first facilities up. Now, when I get back down there on the 18th to drive my vehicle, I got to take it to this emission spot and get this little sticker I got to put on my window or the police going to pull me over every day. And I ain't oh, with so, that shit. So they're doing it like California now, where they have the little... Mm-hmm. They just did that shit like last. I, I was wondering why. First off, the mission spot is like literally right by my house. It's like walking distance from my house, and I'll be, I'll be walking by, going to the little liquor store. Like, what the fuck is they built? I thought it was a gas station, but nah, it's a little mission testing spot. So it's like right by my house. I'm be I'm be there as soon as I get there. So what's the price of alcohol? Shit, I can get a six six pack of Modelo's for. Uh, Beers cost like a dollar, like literally. 
I can get a six pack for like a hundred pesos, which is like five dollars. Um, shit, you can get Don Julio, which costs like I'm talking about the 1942. You can get the 1942 down here for like thirty bucks. You feel me? Up here is like seventy. <laughs> yeah, tequila. All tequila is cheap down there. Anything, but that's all they drink. They got all the other shit down there too, but mostly everybody drinks tequila down there, and it's and it's like the best thing. You don't get no hangover down there. That's how pure the tequila is. You don't get no hangover down there. So like you said, it's safe. So like you leave the club at two, zero o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and you walk, you're going home. You still have a, you still feel safe. Man, I don't cost the car to. Let me tell you about an experience that happened exactly around that time. I was walking. Um, I was walking out. Of, I wanted a little uh, karaoke shit. I had happened to walk in there to some Ukrainian. It was actually a dude from Ukraine. The motherfucker actually walked up to me and we started kicking it and motherfucker went to the little karaoke spot, had a couple of drinks and motherfucker left. The motherfuckers cool as shit too. They just like black people. But um, so I get to walking down the street. I roll me a J and I get to walking down the street and I'm smoking, right? So the dude's, at the corner, they walk up to me like, yeah, yo, you want to buy some weed? I'm like, nah, I got weed. They seen me smoking, right? So they're like, yo, let me, where'd you get that from? Let me, let, let, let me, let me, let me taste that. So I let him hit my little J real quick. I don't give a fuck about shit like that. I got a lot of weed. So he give it back like, this don't taste like our weed. Hold, let, me, can I, let, let me see where you get that weed. From. I show him my little weed, right? So mm-hmm. the motherfucker... Like, yo, that's, that's not our weed, yo. Where you get that weed from? So now they pressing up on me because the cartel down there want to wanna try to make it seem like you only supposed to smoke damn fucking weed. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck y'all was talking to. You see what I'm saying? I had I wild them out. I, I cussed them all out. I cussed them out, like, literally on their own block. That's how I know they're a bunch of bitches down there. That's literally how I know they're a bunch of bitches. Because I cussed their motherfucking ass all the way out on their own block. I, I said, you a bitch, you a bitch, and you a bitch. And walked the <laughs> fuck off. And literally walked off in their own motherfucking neighborhood after calling all of them bitches. Because <clears throat> I wasn't giving them my motherfucking weed because they was trying to get motherfucking, like, oh, you got to give us. No, no, I don't. Who the fuck you think you talking to? No, the fuck I don't. We would have fought out there. Like, literally, we would have fought out there. Like, I had a whole fucking half ounce on me, too, of some good-ass grass that is, like, real exclusive in Mexico. You cannot get this shit. You feel me? They was not getting my motherfucking bullshit. And guess how I got home? I walked up the street and fucking caught a hack. In Baltimore, I don't know if you know what a hack is. We stick out our arm and shake our motherfucking hands. You feel me? And somebody pulls over. And picks us up and takes us where we need to go. Guess exactly how the fuck I got home that night. I caught a fucking hat. The nigga dropped me off. I gave him $20. He dropped me off in my motherfucking house. What's the interaction between the women in your town and black men? Oh, the women, they love black people. You know why women love black people. Everybody know why women love black people. Have you met any black Mexicans? Because I know that they are black Mexicans. It's not a, this is the first thing. It's not a lot on the coast where I'm at, but further south, you'll find a lot of them. And you have a lot of uh, Colombians that come up to Puerto Vallarta. 
And these women are like, yo, amazing. Like they're amazing. Like I, their personalities and everything. I didn't talk to a few of them. Like, like these women be on a shit. Me coming straight from uh, Columbia. I've talked to one chick. Her sister didn't speak English too much, but they was cool as fuck. The other chick, she was like, I thought she was from Africa the way she was dressed. You know what I mean? I thought she, but nah, she was from uh, Colombia, and they looked just like us. I would not have known until she opened her mouth and and started speaking. I would not have known. I literally thought they was from America. Black Colombians. Mm-hmm. Say what? No, okay, black Colombians. But but it come back to originally to what I'm saying. When you're in the land and you interact with the ordinary people, they're nice. But is the assholes tend to come online. Most of the time, the assholes come online. So yeah. You can't really judge people off who is online. That's true too. That's true too. I like 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 I said, I can't really. I've said that I can't really give a a real opinion about Africa until I actually go there myself and actually experience for myself. Like I can tell you about Mexico all day because I've been there. I've been up and down, up into the poppy fields. I know how opium is getting to the United States. You know what I mean? I I can tell you about Mexico, but I can't tell you about Africa because I ain't been there yet. But I'm gonna go. I just seem like if you fell in love with Mexico. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't falling in love with it because I ain't been nowhere else. <laughs> so, you know what, I mean? what pulled you to Mexico? What Took you to Mexico. Yo, money. I ain't gonna lie. My I went down there on vacation with, with my girl. And it was just so I yo, I seen a whole area that loved the hip hop culture, but had nothing hip hop there. No soul food restaurant, no clubs that bump nothing but hip hop, no space nights, no game. You you know what I mean? Shit that e easily mm -hmm. can be just created that you can make money off of. You feel me? They ain't even have a snowball stand in the most hottest goddamn city that I have ever been in. So me being from Baltimore and snowballs being a Baltimore staple, I was like, fuck it. I took my snowball machine and drove the fuck down there with my snowball machine. <laughs> so, so, snowball stand. So, so the Mexican authorities didn't have a problem with you coming down there? I, said, I didn't get stopped. I didn't. My thing. I don't know whether they have a problem or not because I didn't get stopped. I got stopped the second time I went down. I got stopped at um a checkpoint, but it wasn't really a stop. The nigga just wanted me to buy him a beer. He said, "Give me twenty dollars for a beer." <laughs> my girl ain't want to give him shit. I said, "Bitch, if you don't give me this motherfucker, give me two hundred pesos, which is really ten dollars." You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And let me get this shit to this motherfucker so he can get out. Cause I I was not pulling all that shit out the car and letting them search the car. You had this other the other dude that was with him with the AR fifteen and the mask mm -hmm. and all that. I wasn't with none of that. Just give him the two hundred pesos and let's go. You know what I mean? Gave him a little bit of money and kept it moving. Like no, I said, I said they really don't fuck with black people like that. They fuck with them mm -hmm. white folk. No, no, I'm saying that whole inviting out to allow you to set up business because I. I I'm assuming that you have your own little business in Mexico right now, right? Uh-huh. 
So how how so wasn't there any restriction on the part of the Mexican government? Didn't you have to register your business? Do all of that shit? Yeah, you have to you have to register your business. You have to get your tax ID number and all that. You know what I mean? Oh, you pay the taxes. Long, once you do that, though, you don't even have to be in Mexico to actually register a business in Mexico. You can do it all online from the United States. You know what I mean? But so the, mix, so once, the Mexican government, you, you, government you, you good. Really, it's the permits. You got to get the permits once you enter the town. Because I for the snowball stand, you got to get a uh, the permit that's actually set up the stand. And then you got to get a permit to be on the location that you want to be on, you know what I mean? So it's really two permits you got to get. And how accommodating were they? Well, as long as you had somebody that spoke Spanish, they was very accommodating. They did they, they not, they didn't like, like judge me or nothing. They were just like, all right, cool. You got the paperwork together. You got the money for the uh, permit. Cool. Keep it moving. All right, here go your permit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So therefore, what you're saying, what you're saying to us now is that if you have a viable idea as a black person, yep. come to Mexico. Yeah, if you got your passport, I, I think it's a lot of it's a lot of money in Mexico. It's a lot of money because they love our culture. We can make money off our culture in Mexico. Yep. And it doesn't have to be a big business. You don't have to think about owning a factory. Just come with a good idea. Man, as long as you're making a thousand dollars a month, you you done covered all your bills. <laughs> and that's cheap in the United States. Thousand niggas begging to make up. I mean, to pay a thousand dollars a month and cover all their bills. You know how I many people would love that? <laughs> and go to the beach every Sunday, and they on the beach. <laughs> In the sun. It's never a cold day. Like, it's never a cold day, ever. You're not going to see a cold day in Mexico. You might see a rainy day, but you ain't going to see a cold one. And even like an island boy. <laughs> yeah, on the beach. Like that ass. Yeah, so, uh, no, the reason why, the reason why I, I'm picking your brain is because other people, probably on the panel, and they want to know what exactly it is like down there. What kind of restrictions? And so far, you have said that. Listen, I you am know, the free. Cartel run everything. You, it really ain't no restrictions because the cartel running thing. Once you get plugged in and they give you permission to do what you want to do, you good. You really ain't got to worry about the government. Do you have to pay the cartel to run your business? Nope. You do not. You do not. Not at all. Even though I show favor, you know what I mean. Like I allow them to like do certain things. If I if I was in business, I would I wouldn't just <laughs> ignore them. You know what I mean? Like you want a free sub? If I got a restaurant, you want a free sub? Yeah, take it. You know what I mean? That type of thing with them, but it ain't no major thing. All right, don't tell Kingston, Jamaica is run by two opposing stands. One don't control one area, one don't control the next area. And most business places have to pay these dons on a monthly basis in order to continue business. And you pay them security in order for you to continue business. And you're saying that with the cartel, it's not like that? 
Nah, in Mexico, the cartel, like nobody that that's a foreigner is paying them actually for anything. They they and, and first off, in Puerto Vallarta, you only got one cartel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they pretty much stay to themselves and just sell their little drugs or whatever they weed or coke or whatever. They don't. You wouldn't even notice them. You know what I mean? Because what they have done is they have infiltrated the government. The government is the cartel. You know what I mean? So once you pay for your permits and stuff, it's like paying them. Right. And they understand that they need, because that, all right. Growing up, what I learned is that you don't trouble the grandmothers and you don't trouble the working man. Because if you don't have the grandmothers and the working man in the community, the police can run in at any time. Because you can't have a community with just criminals living there. The police can run in at any time. So therefore, it's all like the grandmothers and the working man and the ordinary people who's not involved. It's allowed to live. Am I wrong? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's deeper than that, though. In Puerto Vallarta, I'm going to sit here and tell you, the crime is so fucking low, you wouldn't even know that crime was happening unless you read it in the newspaper. You would never see it. You know what I mean? Puerto Vallarta. And that's what? That's on the east or the west coast? That's on the west uh, uh, side of Mexico. Yeah, that's in the west coast side of Mexico. That's uh, the uh, Banderas Bay. It's in uh, by Nayarit. Nayarit is a uh, big cartel country, too. That's where they got all their fields and stuff at. And you said there's a lot of Americans there who retire. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Americans. American, Canadians, and uh, there's, a, there's people coming from everywhere that actually retire in Puerto Vallarta because it's beautiful. Like, yo, it's paradise. I give them that. And if you know how to, if you learn how to make money down there, you good. It's, it's cost of living is cheap. You good. You ever get stopped by the police? Just pay them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be having a problem. And it's especially because they about to open up marijuana. I'm about to be one of the big big black people on the forefront of the marijuana thing in Mexico. We're gonna we gonna be doing tours to the to the poppy, I mean not to the poppy field, but to the marijuana fields and be smoking in the fields and picking our own marijuana straight off the straight off the plant. That's how my tour is gonna go. I already talked to the to the people at the plantation and everything. We just waiting on to get legalized. Oh no, I'm seeing I just I'm watching YouTube on the TV and I just picked up Porta Vallarta and this there's this girl showing off this nice apartment where mm-hmm. she's paying three hundred dollars a month for. Yep. You gotta look at mine, Global Explorers. I got you gotta look at my crib, yo. I'm paying eight fifty for that. <laughs> that shit ain't yo. Mexico is cool, and I live in a what I when I, I live in a gated community, yo. Where's though? I got security guards, four pools, gardeners, all that shit for eight fifty a month. 
this girl three hundred dollar one bedroom apartment is the shit. No lie. I'm telling you, they yo they fix them up like that. They fix them up like that because they want people to move down there. They're trying to open it up for Americans. Not the great have a little fridge, a little stove, a box, a water dispenser. The thing. Do you have cable TV? Well, nobody yep. needs cable now. Because I once cable, I got TV. cable, I got I got Wi-Fi. I got uh they got Wi-Fi service down there, and I got a fire stick to where though I got my fire stick jailbroken to where though I watch everything for free, so it don't even yeah, that's what I'm saying. If once you have once you have Wi-Fi with a fire stick, no, you can't watch everything for everything for free. Yep. And they got fiber optics down there. My my little community got fiber optics, so I got the high grade stuff. And it's cheap as hell. I pay, I pay, I think, $50 maybe every two months. I'm looking up in the GL OBA. Uh, one word or two words? Global Explorer, right? Two words? Two words, yeah. It's explorers with an S. And you'll see me with my uh, girl standing. I'm holding the camera. Yeah, that's you with a camera and your girl. Yep. That's Adventure me. Park. I found a piece of heaven on earth. No, 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 that's that. Yeah. <laughs> you found it. Yeah, I found it. I found it. I, I'm looking. Yeah. That's the apartment with the stairs going upstairs. Yep. Yeah, that's my little spot. That's like two, depends on the neighborhood still. There's three bedrooms, three baths. All right, honestly, that house in Florida, you're looking at about 3,000 a month, easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. That's what I the security. I got the security for a reason, though. I had to be in the gated community because, like, I'm up here right now and I got my vehicle down there. If I leave my vehicle down there and the other, yo, they strip vehicles. I've seen some people that have moved down there and then left, you know what I mean, went back to the States and came back and their whole vehicle stripped. They ain't leaving nothing but the frame. <laughs> when I say they ain't leaving nothing but the frame, they ain't leaving nothing but the frame. The house video is short, though, 15 seconds. <laughs> but it's pretty good. But your I, got, I got plenty. I got, a, I got a whole video about the apartment. The apartment, I got a video that show uh, two different houses that, because when I was actually looking for it,
Yeah, I got a video from when I was looking for the pub. Uh, the cheesecake I think, club. I think I titled it. We could. We found a place or something like that. The cheesecake club. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you gotta watch the one with the petroglyphs, though, yo. That's the that's the history one I do. That's one of my tours I do, though. I take people to go see them petroglyphs out there. I'm like one of the only people that, that know how to get how to get there. Tour of the sea. Oh, I see it now. I see a tour in the apartment. What's hotel costs like? If I'm supposed to come down there for a week or a week, seven days, how much would it cost for a nice hotel? How much would it cost for what? A nice hotel. Uh, depends on the hotel. You can get a hotel real cheap down there. There's some hotels that's like fifteen dollars a day, <laughs> or you can go to the expensive hotels that's like one hundred twenty a day. You know what I mean? Right on the beach, all inclusive. But it depends on where you want to stay at. Like you can get an Airbnb. Like when I when I first went down there, I got the whole month Airbnb for like uh, eight hundred for the whole month. I stayed in the Airbnb when I first went down there. And it was in like what they call the hood. That's where I got to know everybody at. Like I got to know the real Mexicans from staying in that little neighborhood. It's a nice community. Mm -hmm. They're the, the building new ones. So what is, what is it? And it's close to the airport. Yeah, I live right down the street from. The, I live like five minutes. I could walk to the airport. Yeah, I just saw. I just saw a low flying airplane. That's how I realized. Mm-hmm. I can walk right by the airport, right to the airport. See, in the middle of everything, then. Mm-hmm. So what did they do? They're selling these. It's, it's a new uh, tourist area. A lot of people don't even know about it. Like only so rich, rich motherfuckers know about it. Like I be sitting with millionaires like all the time, and they, they be like normal people. You wouldn't even know these people were rich. But that's how I sell my tours, though. I go sit with them at the bar, and I I give them my card, and the next day to be on my tour. Because I said, like I said, I got one of the only real archaeological tours in that side of Mexico. There's only like three of us doing it because only it's very few people that know how to get there. So you like have a tour bus. I should take my video down. I made a video of how to get there, right? I should take it down. Should take it down so nobody know how to get there and they gotta buy my tour. This community is nice. So what are they doing? Selling these are the basically is rental properties. All right, the, yeah, the um no, it, they're selling them. The, you can buy the land for fifty thousand, you buy your little plot. You see what I'm saying? You can uh, build whatever type of house you want on it. So as though that's not the, the one I got is small compared to the big ones in the back. They got some big ones in the back that's like really mansions. They got like rooftop balconies, little balconies coming off the side, garages, all type of stuff back there. There's all type of and stuff back there. So you buy the land for fifty. And the yeah, smaller one, 
the smaller ones that are adjoining, those will cost you about 150 to build. Yep. So you're looking, about at, about two, you're looking at about 200,000. You have and access to pool. You have a nice clubhouse. And you got security. Yep. Got everything you need. And these are mostly expats living here, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly international people. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. And because I live in that area, it's a little bit of, I want to say, racism. Like, my girl went to go sit at, at one of the pools. They tried to call the security on her. White people? <laughs> because she went to sit at a pool that wasn't uh, adjacent to our house. So I don't know whether it was because she was black or I don't know. Somebody called the uh, security on it though. That's that's definitely. Oh, so you have to go to the pool nearer to your houses? No, that's, that's not the rule. That's not even okay. the rule. People, I don't know what, what that was about. The, the security car came over and told her like, oh, we didn't know it was you. Did somebody called us over saying that somebody was at the pool that wasn't supposed to be here. So I took it as, oh, we black. <laughs> but it's a lot of Me it's, it's a lot of Canadians and uh, it's Americans, Canadians and Mexicans. But you got the rich Sadiddy Mexicans over there. The Canadians and, and the Americans, they cool. You know what I mean? It's just some Sadiddy Mexicans. Because where I live at, they call they think that's like the the suburbs, <laughs> like the rich rich neighborhood, I guess. And I think it's cheap. That's that's why they move up, and that's why they come to America so much. You see what I'm saying? I think that eight fifty a month is cheap, but they would think that is expensive as hell when they paying two fifty a month. That's what Mexicans pay for rent. But even that, based on how much they work in Mexico, it's a little bit difficult for some of them. To get an actual job, if you don't have your own job in Mexico or create your own job in Mexico, you don't need to be in Mexico. Trying to work for a job down there, you have to go through too much. My thing is, come down with your product. You feel me? Once they legalize weed, guess what my product going to be? I'm going to have marijuana because they have no good grass down there. You feel me? I'm gonna come with seeds and everything to supply their farmers, to supply their weed smokers and everything. I'm a re it's the reverse uh, drug trade. No, so they they don't want to do that. Say what? The, 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 if the quality of the weed is bad, it's because the, the most have outdoor, outdoor weed. Yep. I'm gonna bring the good weed that we got up here. I already done talked to I, man. I got this. I'm waiting on the legalized. I'm waiting on it. It's already on the desk as the Mexican government. You see what I'm saying? The president got to sign it. He just hasn't signed the bill yet. I'm just waiting on him to put that signature. Only reason he ain't signed it because they don't know how they're gonna regulate it. You know what I mean? They still going through them discussions. But once they figure it out, I'm opening up the pipeline, yo. Like dead ass. I'm gonna be the one that opened up the pipeline. I'm telling you now. 
I'm seeing ain't the got inside. no good grass in Mexico. Cancun ain't got no good grass. Mexico City ain't got no good grass. And motherfucking uh, Puerto Vallarta do not have no good grass. Is that but a beach inside a volcano? Huh? Is that a beach inside a volcano? Yeah. That's called the uh that's called the uh hitting beach. I've been there. You gotta swim. You gotta actually it's a it's a nature reserve, right? It's a bird a bird sanctuary to where as though it's reserved uh, to, uh by the uh, government. It's preserved. You have to you only can spend 15 minutes on the beach and you have to swim through this little cavern. You see what I'm saying? To get onto the beach. You literally, the boats can't even come and take you up on the beach. You literally have to swim up on the beach. So if you are scared of swimming in the ocean, you might not want to go on that tour. That's going to be one of my tours too. I got to get my boat together. I got a homeboy, right? That needed $3,000 that I did not have at the time. And he got a wholesale boat. The boat is beautiful as shit. It's big. It can fit 15, 20 people. And I just ain't had the fucking three thousand dollars to give him. He trying to motherfucking get that shit on, on on the water. And don't need much work. It's all cosmetic. There ain't nothing wrong with the motor and the float. <laughs> My ass just ain't had the three stacks at that time. I had I was invested in the other shit. But that's, I'm gonna include that shit in my tour too, yo. I'm gonna do this tour thing. I'm gonna do a DC tour too, yo. That uh, like literally show people DC. Like, why not? I know everywhere in DC. My cousin know everywhere that I don't. <laughs> so we gonna do that shit too. I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna be a tour tour person. I got an African tour for forty four hundred. Take you to three countries in ten days. I'm doing a lot of shit. This place is beautiful. Dude, you, I, I, there, there's a video where, like, you're underwater. You can look over into the lights of the, the city. Uh-huh. Man, yo, I'd have been everywhere where I'm at. I need to travel more, though. I called my, my the channel Global Explorers because we were supposed to hop countries. We just got stuck there. <laughs> it's nighttime. There's a video of you in the night, um, late night, on the M A M A L E C O N, Malicon. Mm -hmm. The Malicon. Oh, Malikon the Malicon video. video. Yeah. That place That's my is hottest beautiful. video. That's my hottest video. That place is beautiful. Mm hmm. Even though I think I did a better job editing and video quality wise on other videos, but that's the one that's doing the most motion. The Malacom video. It's a girl that you have on the, the, the it's a girl. It's a girl. Yeah, it's a girl. <laughs> that's what it is. It's a girl. It's a girl. Exactly what it is. It's a girl. But I, I know I learned how to do my SEO shit though. The uh search engine optimization on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm yo, I got a whole program that like Okay. Optimizes all my videos. You see what I'm there's saying? This, there's this dude I wanted to watch his channel and get ideas from. Is um something to Thailand. What is it? Where this dude is in Thailand? Yeah, and he, yeah, and he's popping off. I don't know. 
he's popping off. You, you, uh, you need a camera stabilized and go around the town. Man, me and him need to trade positions. I need to go visit him in Thailand. He need to come visit me in Puerto Vallarta. That's how YouTubers need to start doing. I'm talking about the ones that's doing travel blogs. We need to use each other. You see what I'm saying? If somebody let me come video their little scene, we could, yo, it'd be a whole big motherfucking thing. Like, I got a spot in Mexico that these motherfuckers can come. I got a, I got a three-bedroom. That means I got two extra fucking rooms to stay... Two YouTubers can come stay in one room in another room. You see what I'm saying? And we all just break bread all together. Right. I don't know why why people don't be trying to work together, yo. All right. That bar where the girls dance. What's the entry for you to go in that bar? Where the girls dancing. The bar the bar that you show in that video. And you have about 12 girls dancing. The go-go bar. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. how much it costs to get to that bar? It's free to get in. You can in there for free. It's free, it's free to, get to get in. in. They want you to buy a drink. They make money. They money off the bar. No, because that's all a lot of people lining up. Yeah, because they they try to trap you. What they do is they got these sexy women standing out front to try to grab all the men. And they got these dudes that that women that I guess attract women. You see what I'm saying? They grab all the women and they try to send them all in there. Every every last one of but the way I got it now, which is why I say I want to be a promoter. You see what I'm saying? I got it to as though I can use each one of these clubs that you see will allow me to do any event that I want in their club. You see what I'm saying? Because I have already certified that I could bring money. I did a reggae night that motherfucking th- hundreds of people fucking came to. And I did it two weekends in a row. You feel me? Now they want me to, like, I got major uh, major venues that literally want me to bring people to. I got Black, black PV is me. Like, literally. They love me over in Black PV. <laughs> like, they're serious. I'm the black guy in, in, in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. The, the black guy is me. And I'm going to be the black guy. And I, I see a lot of money off of being the black guy. That's why I'm going to be the black guy. Fuck it. Make me a couple of dollars in Mexico, come back and motherfucking try to fix my goddamn city because that's really the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. But we need finance. And if I got my own finance and I ain't got to ask nobody for shit, I'm just do shit. And that's what I'm trying to get it to. Nice hotel, nice beaches, nice water view. Yo, nice it's a town, yo. Puerto Vallarta is like one of the best kept secrets. This is what, like, really where the stars go at, and they hide here. There's a lot of hiding places here too. There's some places right here and Mex- right there that you you can go to, and nobody will ever fucking find you. I swear, I swear. I'm not going to say it online because it's places in Mexico that nobody will find. That's why people say, "Oh, when they go on a the run, they go to Mexico." Yeah, I understand why. There's certain places you can go that nobody's going to ever find you. And you would live like a goddamn god. <laughs> Not even a king, a god. They would think, yeah, you'd be always glorified. You know so the like, glorified go to Taliban Mexico. down there? Like, literally, they think the Taliban is the slickest thing since motherfucking salt and pepper. Like, literally, they think the Taliban is cool because they beat America. 
<laughs> no bullshit. Uh-huh. They wearing the hats. They wearing the shirts. I'm really, I'm really ready to make a hundred motherfucking Taliban shirts before I go back down there on the 18. Then sell them bitches twenty dollars. That's two thousand dollars right there. They do the American clothes, hip hop clothing. Oh, that's what they want. That's what I'm saying is that all that money is there. Nobody is there to make it though. You see what I'm saying? Our culture is needed in this area because what has happened over the last couple of years, they were trying to keep Mexico the same. Puerto Vallarta was trying to stay classic Mexico, right? But once Cancun and all the way over there started making making money like they are, they seen the motherfucking dream like, oh shit, we might got Cabo making money and they the only ones that's a real resort town like Acapulco making money. The only one that's not really making the money that they deserve to be making is Puerto Vallarta. And it's because they have not included the hip hop. And now they are doing it. That's why it's 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 semi-racist because they are just evolving into the idea that black people can be accepted. You know what I mean? So you got to deal with that shit too. But the thing is, you don't have to deal with it as much as here in America. You feel me? Fuck that. I'm going down here, I'm gonna get this motherfucking black money because black people need it. And I'm telling every black person, fuck going to Cancun. Cancun is too expensive. They trying to charge more than they charge here in goddamn United States for hotels. And Puerto Vallarta is a lot cheaper and a lot fucking better. I'm sitting here and tell you, it's a lot better than fucking Cancun. Nobody just knows about it. And I'll show you all the hidden treasures. I'll show you everything. Come, come do my tours. Global Explore, Explorers Adventure Tours. That's the name of my company. I got a website, yo. I got a website called Global Explorers Adventure Tours. Like literally, I, I, I'm literally doing a direct flight from the United States to Puerto Vallarta. Well, well, you know, a direct flight. I just bought a direct flight on because uh, I leave on the 18th. It costs 180 dollars. 180 direct flight from Baltimore. Then wouldn't that be the ideal place for a black freak, Nick? <laughs> mm-hmm. yo, yo, come, yo, come fuck with me, yo. You got it. If you got your passport, come fuck with me. I'm here till I'm here till at least August. My my lease ends in August. My thing is, if I'm not established the way I want to be down here and making the money I want to be down here by August, you see what I'm saying? I'm coming my ass back to to the United States. I got a deadline because money ain't gonna wait for nobody. You feel what I'm saying? So if I'm not established the way I want to be, even though I, I know I can do it, you know what I mean? I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to do it. And I got other ideas that I just not going to put online because somebody might take my idea and run with it. You know what I mean? But I got major ideas for down there. Some shit that would change my motherfucking whole life. I got plans for down there. So we're going to see if it works. If it don't work by August, we're going to keep them moving. It is what it is. It was a great idea. Not be tried. Not be tried. Right? And I, I, I learned so much. So I ain't lose at all. <laughs> I ain't lose at all. I'm doing shit that motherfuckers dream of. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm going to start a whole business in a whole nother country. I already did. I already started a business in a whole nother country. It's just, is it, my business going to be successful? That's the question at, at hand right now. 
We're going to see. We're going to see if I can survive anywhere in the world. I know I can, though. I'm a hustler, yo. Like, I know how to get money out of nothing. If I'm there, we're going to make money. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to compete yeah. in this world. Yes, truth. And that's true. It's not a gift. I, you know what that is? I learned that from my father. If my father was not in my life, I would not have this skill of hustling. Truth, I have and to jump true. off. I have to jump off, but it's only let's us check two out your web page. So I guess we're about to end it, yo. Yeah, yeah. We'll check it. We'll check out your webpage. You're something. All right, I'll message you. All right, bro. Good talking to you. Okay.